Recorded live. Peace. Back in this bitch one more time. Every Tuesday, 9 p.m., y'all are now listening to Pandemonium Radio, but you niggas already know that. All right. You got to remember that call-in number, 724-444-7444. The caller ID, 140-203-POUND. Then you enter your PIN. If you haven't signed up, then you're going to have to enter one pound as your PIN. But I suggest you sign up so you can get a name for the show, and we can get at you by name. Pandemonium family, what's up, niggas? It's that time. Back up in this nigga. Can't do it again. It's another Q&A night. We're going to drop science as we always do. Brother Elias in the building. We got uh, D. Saxy, our co-host. P. Nicole, our co-host. If they ain't here yet, I'm sure they will be here. We'll see the Pandemonium family joining up. The group getting big right now. Doing what we're doing. She's looking really good. Really, really good. Shout out to Eleonora. She's in the building from uh, Little Rock. Trina's in the building. Oh, nine. Visa's in the building. We're going to be talking to her later. She's she's putting in work for that floral lecture. Looks like it's going to be November 2nd. I'm sorry, the second weekend in November. So I think it's the 12th or something like that. On that Saturday. So those of y'all in Florida or near Florida or have the ability to get to Florida, stay tuned. We're going to give you more details on it. We will have a flyer by next week, I'm sure. So you can uh, get with us. There will be a webinar. So this shit is on. Another Florida lecture. You understand what I'm saying? It's going to be that shit. So the room is piling up, getting big, getting thick. I don't see my man Dane yet. Let's see. I'm sure he'll be in the building. Just see what he got going on at Occult Terrick this week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there you go. Dane's in the building. So we're going to see what he got going on this week. Otherwise, we're just chilling. You know what I'm saying? What really happened this week? Not a motherfucking thing. <laughs> this week has been quite hotel. <laughs> Hotel, nigga. Hotel. All right. Getting it on and getting it in. Getting ready to get started. Like I said, we're going to do another Q&A. I talked to Courtney. Finally, I think we're going to have her next week. Y'all don't know Courtney. That's the sister who teaches the comedic yoga. She teaches that comedic yoga through Skype, too. So it does not matter your location. It's probably one of the best things I tapped into. Uh, this this yoga, it, it, it absolutely helps to uh, activate kundalini. And that's where you want to be because when you're doing these particular moves, which that kundalini energy is uh, starting to get active in the system, you start to actually move and push energy to certain aspects of your body for healing. You know what I'm saying? For strength training and all that. One of the most wonderful things that I got into, and um, like I said, she's excellent teacher of it, well known, 
well-versed in the ways of Kuntalini. So you probably want to get with her. She's going to explain some things, I'm sure. She's also excellent at proofreading your book and all the aspects that go along with making it come into uh, reality. I could be a test of that. She took my book from a Word document to where it is today, and where it is today is in the hands of most of you Negroes. And you Negroes who ain't got it better go home and get it. Come on now. Come on now. My girl Athena's in the building. What's up, drunk sis? What's up, drunk sis? She's she's such a lush. She's taking my class now. She's mad cool. She always true to form brings alcohol over this motherfucker. <laughs> true to form. Shout her out. Francis Webb. What's up? Miss Webb is in the building. Like I said, people just piling in. Gas Draws is in the building. This nigga's name is Gas Draws. My boy Lia, of course, is in the building. And Lia got a surprise for you niggas tonight. I want you to hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? First, we're going to see what's up with Visa. Oh, gigantic ass. Where's she at? She's in the building. Ho, ho, ho. Where's Visa? What up? What up? What's going on? Trying to get ready to have you come down. So I'm what just you got going on there. Let people know how this thing is going to go. Okay, it's going to be on the power of myth or mythology, however you want to put it on the flyer. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in Winter Haven. We're going to do it in Winter Haven at the Howard Johnson, which is 1300. Third um, Street, Southwest, in Winter Haven, Florida, and it's going to be November 12th. Okay. So, I'm um, asking if you're going to stay at the if calls coming from out of town, to stay at the hotel and mention a culturally speaking, and you will get a discounted rate of 69.99 a night. And there is an attached restaurant, um, Wing House. Some family sports bar and grill, and you take your little car, your your card, your hotel card, and you get ten percent off your meal for eating mm-hmm. at the ho- at the hotel restaurant. Nice. Um, yeah. So, but there's other restaurants right across the street, very close by, so that works out pretty good. Because I don't want to hear shit from you, so <laughs> I want to make sure during the break at ten o'clock that if we don't have to go far to get any food. It's right there. All right, so you look like you got it all set up. So yep. two things. I'm going to put the fly out so we can have some tangible. That will be out by next week. But for now, people already have their mind made up and need the greater details or more clearer details. How could they contact you? You can call me at 863-354-1165 or email me at vcweezy, which is vi. S E W E S I at gmail dot com. All right. And what what date are we looking at? November twelfth, you said? November twelfth. All right, so that's good. We got a whole month to get it together. And you said there's going to be a uh webinar? There's gonna be a webinar. Also it's gonna be videotaped. So people will be okay. able to purchase the video. 
for to be able to do get a DVD when it's that time. But of course, we want people to come live, right? Right, and the same um, webinar ticket price is twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you can get at me now, so you can go ahead and get your spot in the webinar. And if you need to get the hotel information from me again, just hit me up uh, until mm-hmm. the flyer comes out, so they can just call me directly again at eight six three. Three five four one one six five. All right, and what's your email? V I B as in Victor I S E W E S I at Gmail dot com. All right, sounds like a plan. We're probably gonna check in with you later on to to, to keep that little information okay. put that back up when more people get on. But okay. you know, we're gonna blast that, so we're gonna check in with you later, Visa. Okay. One, sis. All right. All right, so y'all heard it. We got Alexa coming up for those of y'all in Florida, in the Florida area. She did it in a central location. I'm told it's 40 minutes from everything that's popping. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're in Florida, you got a good chance of making it to this uh, uh, spot real easy. So I want to see you niggas up in there. You know what I'm saying? On the on the 12th November, that's Saturday, she gave out the number. She'll be back to give her number again. Next week I have a flyer up in the group, so you know how to, you know what I'm saying, uh, have a tangible way of accessing it. But this is what I can promise you, brother Elia is fucking this pizza up right now. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga ain't even look up since the show started. I promise that nigga is killing this pizza. I ain't never seen that like that. Shit was like a straight massacre. And that shit, that shit is ill, right? That's the New York joint. That's that fatality, kid. Fatalities. After every gym got shoot over there, kid. I see why. Yeah, that shit's gross. Shit. shit is like new, straight New York feature, kid. Sorry to see you go, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry to see it go. Yeah, you killed that shit, kid. Heat was no object. It was no object, kid. Let's see P. Nicole in the building, too. Yo, what up, P. Nicole? What up, y'all? What's going on? Just chilling, son. Just chilling. Just spraying my feet. Just spraying my feet. <laughs> you see. <laughs> what up, family? How's everybody? Because you have a lot of people spraying your, your product on their nuts. Yeah, y'all. Uh, she just went know, left on you. Me. Yeah, it, it, it went left. But, hey, you know, whatever works. I have had a couple of people email about spraying it on their nuts. And, you know, they're supposed to get back to me about how they're feeling. So, so far, so good. Okay, right. They didn't get back to you yet. Them niggas is in ER, right? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to cool off. I know, right? I just advise to make sure you, you know, up back so many inches. Don't spray directly close contact. I wouldn't advise that. So now they good. They good. These are magical niggas. I believe in them. Gas door yeah. said that spray is the truth. Yeah. So though it is whatever, though. I'm feeling it right now. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, like I say, when I do it, same as Panic does with his product. You know, I make sure my spirit is right. So. All that is with it as well. So, hey, whatever it works, then it works. Uh, mm-hmm. Just Nicole at gmail.com if you want some detox spray. 
Also, just pnicole at gmail.com for your uh, show ideas as well. Nice, yeah. This shit is good because, you know, they got a little something going around right now. This is flu season, so now's the yeah. time of shit. You know what I'm saying? They're trying that old everybody get a flu shot shit right now. Yeah, I ain't never got a flu shot day in my life. So. Right, and never will. Never will. Absolutely. This is this is this is what we got. You know what I'm saying, so this so these little sprays, you know, that are gonna protect you, boost up your immunity, right. protect so, the bullshit. You know what I'm saying, so right. that's what you do. So hit me up for that family, like uh, Panic is saying, flu season is right around the corner, and you about to see all these commercials about the shots. So you know that's a good way to defend that without getting those shots. Also, it helps with clarity thinking. A lot of people hit me up saying they can they wake up with a better vision for their day, for their week, um, just a clear vision about what they're trying to do. So hit me up. Yeah, it pretty much did that for me on the first use. I did it on my chest. And uh, pretty much did that the first use for me. I started feeling a little bit more clear. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's real interesting, but we need to tell the proper way to use it. The better way to use it is actually to put it, like, on your feet. You don't want to put it yes. in too many sensitive places. So yes. it, ain't spray, it ain't sprayed for your balls. But if you if you that type no. of if you that type of motherfucker, you do what you got to do. Right. Primarily, you want to spray it on your feet because the feet is the gateway to the entire body. Exactly. You know, little key areas like chest, neck, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, I usually do under the nose, but it's really strong. What you're doing on the chest is going to hit the nose. Right. But that's 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 what it's been doing for me. I'm feeling. And it doesn't now. take a lot, of family. Like it's literally like one spray, and you're good on either right. or whatever you're spraying it. So it's not something you need to keep spraying. Don't do that. Just one spray, and you're good. Because it's strong. I mean, as Panic telling you, I mean, it's very potent. It's it's, it's not playing. You, it don't take a lot at all. Yeah, this should smell like Christmas. <laughs> this should smell like Christmas, I'm telling you. It's good shit there, girl. So tell them where they can uh, contact you. Let them know again so they can get them some of this. Again, family, I'm not on the chat right now. If somebody can type it in, but it's just pnicole at gmail.com, J-U-S-T-P-N-I-C-O-L-E at gmail.com. That's for your detox spray. And also for your show uh, ideas, any suggestions you want us to discuss on this show, give me. Yeah, y'all got to come. Y'all got to come harder with suggestions. No, come up yeah, with some. I've been getting a lot of flat Earth theory. I've been getting a lot of that lately. I don't know if something's going on, but I've been getting a lot of that. About what is it? What is it? Yeah, I mean, they want us to discuss it. They want you to discuss it. They want to have a show about it. All right, we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it tonight. All right, cool. I did a whole show on this shit already, though. Late yeah, ass. I, you know well, I guess you, updates. You know I'm, I'm, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe they missed it. Update. I don't know, but I got like, I, I, I promise you, I got like at least four or five emails asking about that exact thing. So, All right, well, we'll talk about it tonight. We'll talk about it next. But I'll again, see. family, for show suggestions, just Nicole at gmail.com and hit me up for the detox spray. It is flu season. You want to go ahead and get ahead of that. We don't do the shots. I know I don't do the shots. I never have. So, you know, hey, hit me up. So you protect yourself. And you motherfuckers should be doing the shots. They had a bitch that took the shots and started had to walk backwards for the rest of their life to be normal. That's the kind of shit that be going down with them shots. 
Yo, I heard so that. many people tell me yeah. they got that shot and then some bullshit happened to them. So I ain't never believed in that shot. Well, that bitch had to walk backwards. Yeah, her whole nervous system was on fucking stretch mode. Exactly. I mean, that shit, you don't even know what they putting in it. So I, I ain't never messed around with it. I ain't finna start now, so. I mean, we already, I mean, people should know that score, you know what I'm saying? About this uh, flu shot bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's buying that shit, you ain't conscious. Your spirit ain't telling you, fuck out of here with that old invention. Right. That, they, that other shit, too, they got a shot now for fucking some shit called the, uh, uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, the shingles. Nigga, <laughs> come on, man. Like, oh, dude. You ain't worried about no I fucking shingles. That, that oh, shit was wow. like, once you get the chicken pox, because the virus is in your system, you can get some shit called the shingles. Now they got a shot for the shingles. But the way they promote it, ooh, the shingles. Nigga, ain't nobody was thinking about that bullshit. <laughs> get no fucking shingles. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody was thinking about that goddamn bullshit. Crazy. Now, all of a sudden, Terry Bradshaw is like, look at my shingles, nigga. He shows <laughs> nasty as a fuck. Oh, man. Always trying to give you some old made-up invention shit to keep you fucked up, make you worse, and depending on other shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. We want to thank P. Nicole. We want to thank Satan. <laughs> we want to thank Lachmi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out, you know, because... Uh, yeah, this is a good deal here, though. You know what I'm saying? This little detox. You get a nice amount, too. You know, shit yeah. Because I've been spraying it. Like it didn't even go nowhere yet. Yeah, it'll last you. You just need one spray each foot or wherever you spraying it, but it'll mm. last you. It doesn't take a lot. You don't need a lot. The, the stuff is off the chain potent. Sometimes I'm like, shit, this is extra strong. I don't even know. Like I say, like Panic said, I channel it. I do a, a like a little over it. I let them charge overnight. I do it at certain times. So it's mm. very spiritual. So I feel like that's what's making it extra strong because the shit is right. potent sometimes. Like it's, even when I'm mixing it, sometimes I have to step away. It's, the, it's that strong. So it's yeah, very yeah. strong. You don't, right. need, you don't need a lot. Yeah, you can tell, man. I spray this shit on my chest. I can taste it in my mouth. Yeah, mm. it's, it's not playing. It's not playing. Yeah, it's that real. It's that realness. Right, we're going to talk about the flat earth. I'm going to check in with my girl Tiffany, see what she's doing, P. Nicole. We're going to see if D. D Sassy come on later. Let me see if my girl Tiffany's here. Yo, Tiffany. What's up, Tiffany? Peace, panic. Peace to the pandemonium family. Why, P. Nicole, why we talk alike? When I'm hearing her talk, it's like listening to my own voice. I did the transition just now. I couldn't even tell. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, we sound just alike. How is everybody doing? Peace, brother, liar. Peace, he's exactly. chilling. Now, you know, me, me and exactly took your bacon. He's eating a, a Khadija's lemon cookies right now. I'm hey, like, I ain't had nothing to do that. Hey, Khadija. We're <laughs> oh. so, upstairs. She don't know yet. Once you see a liar over them cookies, now she don't care. That nigga came through. You should have seen what he did to that pizza, Tiffany, though. What did he do to the pizza? Oh, my God. He ate that shit like he ate the shit out that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was hungry. He ate shit out that shit. You know what I'm saying? He was hungry. Yeah, he ate that shit like that shit was pizza day at the soup kitchen. <laughs> like, they didn't have no soup, but everybody got a pizza that day. 
He was the first one there, and it was just piping hot. <laughs> he went through that shit before the other niggas get there. Well, that's what happens when you take too long to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, well, actually, long. usually every 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 Tuesday or something, I'll cook something, and I'll have something. I was just too lazy today. So that nigga's stomach is set up for a meal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga's he's set up for a meal. And he came in, I don't smell no grease. <laughs> it don't smell like no grease was cooking today. And then I was tired, man. That chick is still soaking in the goddamn sink. But I had, I, you know, I had some pizza from earlier. I had that shit in the box. I said, you want to wipe that out? Said, Say no more, nigga. Say no more. Well, knew how to turn on the oven and everything. <laughs> Got his own seasonings. <laughs> Got his own fixings and got dessert out. That's he went a beautiful this. thing. That's 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 family right there. Family takes care of that. Oh family. yeah. Oh, he know. He already know. He already know. Yeah. He know. He can't wait to Thanksgiving. Is D Sexy on the phone? Because you know we took your class at the same time. Did you? Yeah, we was in the seventh. Cycle. You and Kamani did. You remember Tiffany? No, me. No, no, no. Me and Danielle. Me and D Sexy. Oh, you and D Sexy did. Y'all oh, damn D-Sexy. sure did. Now I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. That's word is bond. Pina yeah. Cole took it. I think she took it a little bit before then. Her hair was on fire, yo, through the whole class. It was like she was she was trying to see what would happen next. You remember Heat Miser? Came <laughs> <laughs> in the class. That's what Heat Miser. That's what happens when you natural. The hair just does mm-hmm. what you want. Real, I it do. Real sexy, that little afro. Pina Cole, all y'all say, "Oh my God, these are the these are the top three in my classes." That's my word. Now that I'm thinking about it. That's why I became friends with them. They became friends outside of the circles of class. Pina Cole, D. Saxy, Tiffany from Detroit. Tiffany from Detroit. Wait till I show you her picture, dog. She, her picture's so fine for her phone number. I had to put her picture ID up. <laughs> You, so you see, you go, oh, you. for real. She's a banger, kid. Ain't got sense. Yes. Thank you, Thank, right. Thank you. And, yeah, she's real nice. And she's a sweetheart. Sweetheart. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas is doing the wrong thing. Y'all better be trying to get her her email and put on your best routine. That Remember what Tom used to do when he used to sing and shit? Baby, 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 I love you. Scooby Dee Bop, Dee Bop. Is you in? Is you in, my baby? Y'all niggas need to come with that shit. That cram bone on her. She fine. These actually, P. Nicole, they be taking. Y'all can only just be friends. You may have a shot with Tiffany, niggas. You better play your cards right. Yeah, because straight it's, it's, fairy, you better get your, your shit better be together. You can't just say namaste and think you're gonna get in the building. You can't say say hotep and think that's all that's left. You're gonna have to come harder than hotep. <laughs> now I got oh. your products, sister. Okay, and what you what you text me? It don't smell like nothing. It's Fragrance free, my brother. Okay, okay. I, I put a little something in it to make. Because <laughs> me personally, shea butter, I cannot. I don't really like the smell of shea butter. 
But here's the good news. The texture that you whipped it to, though, changes the game. Because, of course, I don't like the texture of shea butter, but you change the texture, that shit roll on like straight, smooth lotion. Now, I ain't going to secret on how you did that, but Mm -hmm. I will ask you this. Will you tell people how to get their own? I will tell you how to get Shea butters, fairy butters. Y'all, y'all can get in touch with me. Um, just shoot me an email at Tiffany Messenger. I mean, I don't know. I keep saying Tiffany Messenger dot com. Tiffany Messenger at Yahoo. T i f f a n n i the word Messenger at Yahoo, and I will shoot you over to uh, send you a link to my Etsy store, and you can get it off there. Um, I- I use it for everything. I use it for my hair. I use it for my, especially my feet in the wintertime. My whole body, I use it. I, I love it. But you can whip that stuff up. I ain't no secret. I went on YouTube, and I've seen a couple of girls making their own little whip shea butter. And so you can add your nah, own. I, I, you I can do it yourself. You send me whip shea butter. This shit right here is a different thing. Whatever you're doing is mm-hmm. real feeling real magical. I'm telling yeah, you, because these are She'll put that shit on. I don't even want to kiss her. She's too greasy. I don't want to hug. I she get her tub with that shea butter on. I'm like, I don't even want to fucking hug. Just I hug her like she's the homeless. You know what I'm saying? No, don't do my girl like that. I got. Don't I don't do like shea like butter like that. I don't like that greasy feeling. So when mm-hmm. I put this on, what I liked about it, it didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was just doing it for the love of Tiffany, but I was like, oh, okay, I can live with this. Like I said, so much so, that's why I asked you, uh, do you put scents in them as well? He was like, no, you did an unscent, but it made it better because I was able to put a little bit of my oil in that I used, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's so mm-hmm. soft, and all you have to do is stir it. You ain't got to even do nothing hard. You just yeah. stir the shit up, and boom, I'm good. I was putting it on, and that was my scent. So I even liked the fact that it was unscented because I was able to add my own business in it, my own oil. Right. Well, what's going to happen it's is... I really enjoyed this. And what's the name of it? Well, that's the fairy butter, but it's going to be a whole line. So I will have some that will be scented, but it will be more based on healing. So okay. And that particular one is one, uh, it's a patchouli oil, it's olive oil, it's coconut oil, it's almond oil, it's vitamin E oil. So it's basically more stuff for hair and skin. And I didn't right. put a fragrance in it because I don't... You know, putting it in your hair and putting it on your face, you really want to be careful because you don't want to, you know, get caught any irritation. So that one will always be unscented, but the other will have scent. So it'll be, you know, more and more and more are coming. So just uh, hold on because I got you. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. Yeah. Now y'all got to yeah. know, this is real live fairy shit right here. Tiffany used to do the fairy shoes, the fairy blankets. I was wearing them shits around them fairy shoes. Niggas is on it. Like, niggas, well, you, got, you got attention. Dig, dig this, though. I got some stuff coming that is about to be off the chain, working on it now. It is actually, I know I sent it to you a while ago, but it's different. Um, it's the spider webs. It's the fairy webs. Mm. It's crystal webs. Didn't you so sent me those be, webs. But, yeah, this, this is different. This is okay. actually attached to I'm getting different woods from different trees. So I was just I, working with willow and I was working with the crabapple tree. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just different wood that I attach the web to. And there will be crystals. So each one will all, they'll all be different. And they're, I mean, it's just, it's going to be off the chain. So it's coming uh, probably next month. The stuff will be ready. 
Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so it brings in uh, abundance, uh, prosperity, protection, all of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was saying that. I was still stuck on that green cover that you made me. That shit is still, that shit is still doing what it's supposed to do. Well, I'm so excited. But this was this is going to the next level. It is straight up fairy all day long. You ain't gonna be able to stand yourself. How happy you gonna be? <laughs> How prosperous you gonna be? Because I am uh, segway segwaying into that life of leisure myself. So it's going down. Oh yeah, I know. You yeah. you was in that life of leisure when I met your ass. <laughs> now you just combing some nappy hair. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Pulling these nappy holes heads out of Detroit. And you almost you be feeling so guilty. You be like, am I really supposed to be? You know, when you get used to struggling, and then when you ain't really struggling no more, you try to try to create a struggle because you feel right. guilty because you living so good mentally. You know what I'm saying? And you just create more and more of that. And that's what the fairy energy is all about: is creativity. You know what I'm right. saying? Find that using that creative energy to do everything you needed to do in your life. You but like you said, it, it just like you said, you always say it puts spirit first and everything right. else falls into place, and that is the absolute truth. No doubt. You deal with the highest shit, and all your life shit to start working out. And I know when you was in class, when we got to the portion of the fairies, you had a, you know, a, 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 a more of a personal, uh, uh, I guess you say, attachment to that segment of the teaching based upon your lifestyle, things that was ringing true for you, things that you were already doing. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, with, with particular nature and stuff like that. So it was already, you know what I'm saying? I know when I see fairy people, you know what I'm saying? You know, Listen, one of the indications is they can't stop smiling. You know what I'm saying? They too no, chill. No, I, I just meet another fairy. Right, they can't that. stop yeah. smiling. You tell them, like, no. stop smiling and they can't stop. Or they always have that smile and disposition. That's the yeah. fairy. That's an indication of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. an excellent good mood. Your ass is the most good moodiest person I've ever met. <laughs> I Thank you. Ain't never catching you off your game. But I just, I just got, I just ordered um, your shirt. That should be coming soon. Um, oh, some power shirt. Yeah. No, I got your shirt, the Brother Panic shirt. Did that you? one has to go. Yeah, that one has to go up that on the was, wall. It's about to go down. down. I don't even understand what's about to happen in Detroit. <laughs> Tiffany represents. That's my girl. I promise you she's my girl. I promise and, you. And listen, for any, listen, for everybody who got stuff, I mean, I do barter. You know what I'm saying? So me and Peter Cole, if you want some of this shea butter and these fairy webs, let's get some of that spray over here. I mean, it it, yes. it just is what it is. I get down with it. Okay, yeah, she'll she'll get with yeah. you. I said we're yeah. gonna have more and more people on the show, you know, that have items, so they can be able to talk about their items, and uh, we could intermingle, share. Perhaps these people are barter, but we could make it a whole everybody yeah. save everybody thing. Business, right? You know what I'm saying? So everybody can eat deliciously. We just keep offering services. So again, yeah. get get with P Nicole, get with D Saxy. If uh, um, if you feel you have something, no, actually that's for a liar, right? If they have something they want to sell on the show, yeah, yeah, hit the liar up. He's gonna come on and give his info tonight because he's got a surprise for y'all tonight. Oh yeah, have... the book, the book got to be in. It got to be in. Yeah, why are you gonna mess up the surprise? <laughs> <laughs> why you done messed it up for everybody? You know Sorry, what I'm saying? Y'all. Sorry, y'all. It's all right. 
Yeah, Detroit. Somebody wrote Detroit is a new fairy city. I believe that shit. There's no, absolutely, positively no reason I would ever step foot in Detroit but to visit Tiffany. Not even to see any of that shit from Motown. <laughs> but maybe to visit Tiffany. And, like, uh, if there's a lecture, I know Tiffany is going to show up. That's my girl. She represents. Always. Y'all having the party because I may drive on down for the party, for the Halloween party. That down here? Cool. You coming down here? Yeah, when is the party? The Halloween party. Shit, yeah. Well, I think whatever that weekend before Halloween is, I think Elias said it's the 29th. So so okay. that Saturday, the 29th, we're going to have, a, you know, cooking, cards, music, and all the rest of that shit. That's going to be off the chain. That will be yeah. nice. It's only, 12, it's only 12 hours from here, 12 hours, 12, 13 You come, come on. You know you're welcome. I would love to see y'all in person. I my house. Shit, I might not know what to do. I'm going to burn the macaroni. I'm going to burn the macaroni. <laughs> I would love to hang out with y'all. I can't wait to see Khadija and the family. Yeah. That would just be cool. That would be real cool. Elias Free, he's going to put on his best suit. So you better <laughs> watch out for that, Negro. <laughs> so watch out for him, Tiffany. <laughs> He got his polo shirts, too. Uh-oh. He said he's been putting yeah. them joints on. He's beating them off of them everywhere. I can't wait to hear what he got to say today about the polo shirts, what they've been doing. I said, yeah, they've been doing good. We're going to see. We're going to talk to Dane, see what he got going on. So give me your info again, Tiffany. Okay, y'all hit me up at Tiffany Messenger, T-I-F-F-A-N-N-I, the word messenger at yahoo.com. And I will fill you in on anything you want to know, Perry. Sounds love y'all. good. And I will be on the line listening to the show. Yes, ma'am, you will. All Thank right, Miss Tiffany, well, sure, I'm sure right. we'll talk to you, if not next week, I'm sure soon after. Okay, love y'all. Love you too, Miss Tiffany. All right, all right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you for now on Tiffany. <laughs> Hi, Tiffany. <laughs> Hi, Tiffany. He's <laughs> funny. That's old Tiffany. All right, so, all right, Flat Earth, listen closely. I'm not or never put myself in a position to say this or believe that. Let me say it again. Believe this or believe that. Why? Quite simply, because I don't give a fuck what you believe, nor do I desire to control your belief system. But I will say that they bring out or make some compelling points about this reality. Now, what I notice when I study some of these flat earth theories and the, uh, the primary information on flat earth is from a guy named Eric Dubay. Dubai, Dubay, right? Mm-hmm. Eric Dubay was the one. They said this theory or this idea has been around. For the longest, and uh, he kind of put more life into it. He kind of put more energy, and it became a thing now, so it's popular now. But what's interesting about him, he does something like 250 uh, 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 tests that you can do that even you could try yourself that says the Earth is flat. He starts with a point of saying, You've never really seen anything that says it's round. 
what pictures that NASA gave you. He also talks about if it's moving, you know, it just tests like they shot cannons straight up in the air, and if it's moving excess of 11 miles per hour, the Earth should be moving while that cannon is up in the air somewhat. But she says sometimes the ball is coming back down into the cannon as well. Uh, you know, in this, he's talking about snipers and the curvature of the Earth, lighthouse theories. Now, there was a time where you would see a ship on the sea. And then it looks like that ship, as it goes off in the distance, is sinking based upon the curve of the Earth. But he says when you look through mechanisms like binoculars now, with that, with, with the physical eye, uh, that ship would have been gone technically over the horizon based upon our thought process. When you look at the binoculars, you could still see that ship. So that means if it's a curve, whether you have binoculars or not, you wouldn't be able to see that shift based upon a curve. And then they do the distance. The earth is this big or is said to be this big. And, you, you know, they, do the, they explain the sun and the moon and how the sun and the moon are, blah, 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 blah. Now, once you forward think after he goes through all the flat facts, another flat fact that he brings up is when they said, first of all, they told you before, the world thought the, the, the world was flat at one point. Then, it was, then you were told, no, you're better, it's a globe. But they said, at the time they said it was a globe, there was nothing in existence that would be able to confirm that. You couldn't go in space, you couldn't even fly when they said it. How the fuck would you know? So, or how would you even know how big the sun is or the distance or whatever? You know what I'm saying? You know, of course, unless they got it from Kim, because I'm sure we figured that one out. But at the same time, it doesn't really say it's circled. It may be represented as some spheres, but then I said, well, the Egyptians did that. But when you look at Geb being separated from Newt, they show you the exact model of the flat earth, which they say is a flat earth with a dome. The flat earth or the earth is firmament. They said it's actually in water. It's surrounded by Antarctica. So it's actually a circle. They said if you look at the uh, map of, what's that, what's that, the world uh, yeah. trade, um, United Nations map, is actually a map of the true world. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you start to think, it starts to make more sense in the way of the mythologies you read, especially Gnosticism. Uh, the way they characterize this place, this matrix, is would go along with something that's a flat earth because uh, one of the things they bring up is when you had an animal in a zoo and he knew he was in the cage, the spirit would shut down. But so they figured it out, and even you'll see it now, they start putting these animals in what they call habitats, which is acres of land encased by glass. He said, every once in a while, those animals will come up to that glass and get curious about the glass, but there's so much space that they soon forget about that glass. When they're aware of those bars in that small box, it's something they can't escape, a lion in the cage, basically, or a bird in the cage, dead, spirit is dead. So now, why would they tell us the earth is round? And... The idea is NASA has been perpetrating this. NASA is another Illuminati agency that's been perpetrating this myth because it does say a lot because 
it got me to thinking, if there's a flat earth, and you know you're in a case, every single man would then have the perspective that you're in a prison, number one. Number two, every single man's plight would be to get off of this prison. There would be no work. There would be no anything going on as we know it. The whole entire consciousness would be like, what's over the walls in Antarctica? How the fuck did we get here? Now, the other thing would be the, uh, the uh, when you say, well, somebody had to make this place greater than us, correct? So then the God fanatics come in. You get what I'm saying? Told you there was a God, told you there was a God, told you there was a God. And uh, they say a lot of things in the Bible are coded where it speaks towards the flat earth, too. Um, they did they, uh, the movie. As soon as they said that, I thought of the movie. But then they happened to bring up the movies, Truman Show and uh, Dark City, and there was one more. I can't remember what it is. Ascension on Netflix. There was Ascension on Netflix. What They did one season where people were in this reality, and they thought the reality was their own, but there was a greater reality. Truman Show was equal to it. That was a straight-out-of-Gnosticism story. The guy was playing God or Demiurge. He was the eye in the sky. Truman thought his life and everything revolved around him, this egocentric thing, and then he found out some greater. Uh, there was these walls. They, would, they remembered it. It was called, uh, what was it called in Dark City? I can't remember. Sea, sea, Shell Beach. He was trying to get to Shell Beach. He became aware he started to do what these these entities that sat over him does. These entities were studying man, putting him to sleep and waking him up and giving him new lives, which is representing reincarnation, um, which represents what you're going through, this new life. Now you're rich. Now you're poor. Now the black man's building pyramids. Now the black man's shoveling shit because there's an entity that's trying to fig- figure out the soul. Now, within the Gnosticism and in the Bible, they tell you that uh, man was down here like any other animal till the great mother got involved and in, 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 in endowed them with her divine spark, which is the soul. He was then be able to be upright. And, and when, this is where you get, I'm a jealous God because this God who is younger than you, younger than what's in you, your soul, has just made a whole mess of this place. So they said in Dark City, we're trying to discover the nature of the soul that man has. You get what I'm saying? Now, this whole thing was you on this ship. You don't know exactly where you are. And the average guy, because somebody tried to actually challenge me on this when I told you, figure it out for yourself. You can't challenge me. I'm saying this is what's out there. You figure it out for yourself. And you show me, or, or if you believe that you're on the round earth, Fine for you. I don't give a fuck either way. I don't care what you believe. You know what I'm saying? It's only about what you can make yourself know any fucking way. So when I see this thing, I'm sitting there going, I don't see nothing that's so, uh, I don't know. And I see all these new YouTube theories, this Mandela effect, and I'm the first one to say, nah. My spirit will tell me, nah, that's not wrong. Spirit told me, nah, that Mandela effect is bullshit. Bullshit. And when I hear this, I don't get that. I get there's something to it. Let me just say that. There's something to it that just cannot be dismissed. When they start showing you the pictures that NASA 
gave you of the earth, and they show you over 10 years of the same cloud formation, the same clear CGI looking shit. Now that we understand as a as a as a as a public what Photoshop is, now not understanding it back when they had the technology and seeing it now, you clearly see that shit's Photoshop. You know what I'm saying? They talk about the moon. They deal with the moon as something being phony. You know what I'm saying? I have a book, Who Built the Moon? You know what I'm saying? So it ain't just under this theory where they say the moon is not real. I've heard this theory before. The moon is actually what's keeping us locked here. You know what I'm saying? And they say you never see the other side of the moon, the so-called dark side of the moon. They said the moon is spinning at the same rate as the earth. And basically, each every time we look at it, no matter where we are, uh, we see the same side of that moon, the same face. They question in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, they say, you know, there's people who live in the moon and da 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 da. And uh, when they show the plane flight, they all have to right. ignore and, right. right. And then they show these patterns of plane flights. And you never see these plane flights are taking straight paths or, or, or sideways or, or suspect paths. Longer paths to get to destination. No one's flying over a, a circle. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? And he just makes a point. You've never seen the horizon. You've never seen nothing or felt the phenomenon of you spinning. They propose the earth is not flat and it doesn't spin. That's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But then it makes me say, when the people were saying the earth was flat before, who was saying that? Because we just said... It was the dumb Europeans, and we knew it was round. But you were told that shit, you know what I'm saying? You were really told. You don't have absolutely, that's really the key. You don't have absolutely no proof. And that's the only reason why I would say keep it open and study it for yourself. So if y'all was asking Pete Nicole for me to tell you, yeah, it is flat, you're not going to get that. I, my determination is for me. I think you should study the facts and determine yourself. I don't do that, tell you how to think, you know what I'm saying? how you should feel. You should feel how you should feel about it once you hear the information. The only thing I could add is what I've been adding, which was I don't see or haven't seen any real information that contradicted that shit so far to a full extent. Now, I've seen some hieroglyphs where they depict these places as a circle, or and we just said, well, that circle must be a globe, that cipher, but that symbol means a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? It, it can mean a dimension. It can mean a world. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean it's a globe or a globe you're living on. See, to even think we live on a globe, it tells mankind one day we can get off of it. We can fly off of this perhaps and see other worlds, even though you believe in God. Even to have the debate about it keeps society going on. But if they say you are in a place where you are covered in a dome on a flat earth and you can never leave... You ain't going to do nothing. If I feel that I'm in a prison, why would I listen to the Pope? Why would I listen to other people who are in prison telling me if I do that, that's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Who are you? You are, just, you are stuck as just as I am. Why, would I, why are you a king? Why are you a pharaoh? You are down here too, motherfucker. Get off. That's what makes you the pharaoh. You know what I'm saying? So all of that authority, just alone off of that, goes out the window. Goes out the window. So you're still saying we on planet Earth, you got God-given rights, and God made these worlds, and eventually we'll get there. 
eventually, eventually, eventually. We have to live on eventually because you got to think for the white man's perspective. If you came, you Johnny come lately to the planet, everything that can be done has been done. The only thing you could do is hope to create a, such a, a, a realm, a reality, a dimension of ignorance that the people actually think something is forward moving. So we get uh, cell phones, some shit that's been invented. How do you know? Because the wireless technology that they're given credit to by Nikola Tesla, he got all that shit from Egypt in the obelisk. He's, he didn't, it wasn't something he stole, it was something he said he was doing. His idea was that's what they would have with all these obelisks against the world. That was a wireless system. Those were wireless towers. That's what he said. So he said, that's what I'm trying to do, trying to get wireless around the world for free. And power for free. And, um, of course, they shut that down. So it's, so this technology of cell phones is, is old shit, too. They just have to present it to you in the system. First give you a big one that goes to your car. Well, first give you one that you need to plug up. Then give you one that's cordless. Then give you one that's big and goes in your car. Then give you one that can remove from your car. Then gives you a big one that you can use wirelessly only for a little while and charge you an arm and a leg. Then make it smaller, make it smaller, make it smaller, and now make it bigger. And now all of a sudden, bigger is the hot shit. So it looks like it's going somewhere, but it's not going somewhere. Then they give you, and you can do it on a watch. You'd be like, oh, we're moving on. But all they did was give you a watch and a phone, which is not real new technology. It's just a different means of doing the shit you're doing. And you think you got it. You know what I'm saying? So they have to make it seem like there's something that can happen tomorrow. And one of the biggest things is that some aliens are going to come down and teach us everything we need to know about ourselves. So if you know you are locked in a in, in a goddamn ant farm for someone's fucking amusement, and you know all the ancients told you now it makes more sense. There's only one way out of here, and it ain't gonna be physically. That's all. See, that's what really would happen too. See, if you go, okay, we're on a flat earth, we can't get out, ain't no Jesus coming, somebody put us in this motherfucker, they are looking at us for our amusement. Wait a minute, then, what's our only hope? You say, well, damn, all the ancient black people was talking about how to get out. Maybe that's what they were really talking about. This whole planet would turn to true spirituality because it would be your only hope out. We're still trying to get in the spaceship and live on. Even the Ascension, the t- TV show you were talking about, was the idea that they got in the space capsule and went somewhere. And was in, still in search in this Noah's Ark, this Titan, Battlestar Galactica. You know what I'm saying? Star Trek, to go where no man has gone before. Your ass is in a glass bubble, nigga. <laughs> so he shows rockets going up, hitting this bubble. He's saying there's no satellites, nothing been in space. So it's a big deal. So what you need to do is study Eric Dubay, read his books, do his experiments if you're so inclined. But just factor it in. And when you read the study, take it for what it's worth. Because whether you're on a flat earth or you're on a round earth, this is what I can tell you for sure. Don't change nothing about what you're supposed to be doing, player. Your ass is still getting kicked, whether round, square, or obelisk. Pentagram, your ass is still getting kicked. Your spiritual realization is your only way out of any of this shit, whether you live on the globe or whatever. It's just good to know, you know what I'm saying? 
it's just good to know. You know what I'm saying? Because this this down here is about knowing. And knowing is how you configure yourself to actually leave. You know what I'm saying? To actually bounce out this motherfucker. When you hear the Book of the Dead, they even talk about ways to get out of this shit through death. How how the, how you ride the jet streams to find holes which are at the north and south pole of the magnetosphere. To me, ride the sunboat, which means your soul has a, a way out of this. They also call the magnetosphere the web of ISIS. So they say all of these kind of things about you being trapped in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Newton Gebb separating. Then Newt's body thrown over, like uh, the way her body is shadowed over Gab, is the same way they said the earth, like a snow globe. Y'all niggas live in a snow globe. Deep ass. <laughs> Namaste ass niggas. Snow globe ass niggas. So read the shit and uh, see what it is for yourself. How I feel is of no relevance. You know what I'm saying? How you feel is of all relevance. Now, I mean, let's see what's up going on with my man Dane. Then we're going to get into some Q&A tonight. The liar. Let's see, what, see my man Dane in the building. See what he up to. Uh, where you at, nigga, nigga? Where you at? Where you at, Brother Grimm in the building? What up, Brother Grimm? Beloved Brother Grimm. Peace to him and his queen. His queen came over Hi, my girl. All right, we're looking for my man, Dane. That nigga just called it a night. You, you see it? Oh, he, so he's at the bottom? In the middle? All right, looking for Nathania. Nathania. Where you at, Nathania? Crazy consciousness. There you go. Nathan. Nathan. What's up, man? <laughs> Nathan. What's up, Nathan? <laughs> what's up, man? What's up, man? What's going on? I can't call it. I can't call it. Let me see what's up to this on the morning. Family, brother, liar, what's up? Looking real Miami out there with the Apollo shirt on. Yeah, you see him putting his sexy one on the beach. I seen him trying to do it. Had those shades on. I seen him. Yeah, he had the shades on, letting the wind <laughs> blow on him. To get that little El Cristo Negro popping. I seen that shit. You know what I'm saying? All he got mad. All the chicks hitting like. Hitting like. What's what's that girl? Shalonda. She's like, ooh, that's sexy. You know Shalonda. Yeah, we went to that party. Sexy. Went right at the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Old uh-huh. bar. He put that Wesley Snipes on that ass, that Don Cheadle look. He was a Don Cheadle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that nah, he gave it a Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> <laughs> that Miami Vice, baby. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? You can't play with that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't play with that shit. Tina um, Cole, I'm definitely hollering at her after the show. I definitely want some of that spray. And the sister yeah. from Detroit, I want to barter with her about the shea butter. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiffany, oh, I man. I definitely want to get at her, yeah. Um, you would like Desaki, too. Sister. I'd like to holler at her, too. Desaki? Yeah, she's listening. Tell her I should have a tracking number for her tomorrow. Okay. Um, I see. I've seen that. Okay, I got it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm definitely on it. Um, it's not really much new. I put up some uh, bracelets today that I I should have soon. Uh, put some hats up. I got the the invisible collection up. Finally. Nice. 
Okay, I think nice. the show people can definitely go go check that out. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. It ain't, ain't been much. It's been really quiet this week. Um, that's been that's enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, the, absolutely. The power search is a lot. That's enough. They still in yeah. there. They still popping. Everything you got is popping. You know what I'm saying? Niggas need to go check that shit out. Word is born. You know what I'm saying? Shit is looking real good. Everywhere I go, I'm starting to hear people going, I've got to get me one of them shirts. <laughs> so just like I thought, you know what I'm saying, starting to get in people's heads, you know what I'm saying, this is this is an option for some power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The option, you know what I'm saying? So I, I want to shout people. I want to thank uh, for the support of my, uh, not only my boy, but I, I like to, I, I want to thank y'all for supporting your motherfucking selves, really. You know what I'm saying? It's always, like, uh, astounding to me when I see black people step up. You know what I'm saying? I've always got little hope, but always in for a surprise. So I want to keep little hope. So I'm always shocked and surprised when I see black people step up to their magic game. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like... Apollo shirts, this is going to be a rough one. But actually, I see y'all niggas is getting them because y'all feeling what's going on here, you know what I'm saying? And that's just what well, I see is people taking picture after picture of the shit. So that's what I, that's what's up, you know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, to anybody who know, that's some scary shit that's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all becoming the unfuckwittables. Y'all need to understand that word, the unfuckwittable. I've been an unfuckwittable for a minute, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad to welcome y'all to the land of unfuckwittables. You let that other shit happen to you. You wear a hoodie wherever you want, nigga. You trust and believe when I say that shit. You wear a hoodie oh. wherever you want. We unfuckwittables, kid. That's oh, that no, no, power no, no, no. shit. They we got a we, You hear me, Will? What's up? What's I said up? we got a Apollo hoodie. Go to the site. We got a Apollo hoodie. Oh, see, y'all need to see what I'm saying? Trayvon should have had that on that night. You know what I'm saying? Shit, but it went a whole different way. And they showing you right now, you know what I'm saying, the Luke Cage. See, Luke Cage, you know what I'm saying, that's on Netflix right now. That's the black superhero, you feel me? They did a whole scene where this nigga's bulletproof and he got a, a black hoodie on, you know what I'm saying? That's us right now. Y'all niggas go and put one of them fucking La Santissima put the Imans on, them goddamn Los Espiritos and Tranquilios hoods on. Yeah. Zarabanda hoods, nigga is unfuckwittable, kid. This is that Luke Cage shit, nigga. Y'all niggas better ask that La Santissima Muerte, El Cristo Negro, Luke Cage, nigga. All my chicks out there that's trying to dish out pussy, get a mama shola. Get a mama shola. <laughs> I promise you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all will get a lot of return on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to get some pussy, get a mama shola. You know what I'm saying? You miss your mother's breastfeeding, get a madre, get a madre de agua. That's the nurturing of them titties, my nigga. Get one of those. It'll be like you're back in the bosom, <laughs> back in the bosom again. You know what I'm saying? Back in the bosom. You want that witchy poo shit? That dark witch? Get that uh, uh, madre de la luna, the moon goddess. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Get it, nigga. Get it, nigga. Get the, get that table. Get that get that Trayvon hood, kid. You need to do that. You need to get a La Santissima Pedro Amon uh, hood and on the back put Trayvon. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? And word is born. Yeah, that's what we need to do. I want one of those. I, I want one of those. I got you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a do a La Santissima Pedre Iman with a Trayvon on the back. Just his name. Absolutely. I'm on it tomorrow. That shit will any any of that energy that comes your way, that's like putting them spirits on them through Trayvon. Gotcha. That he would now be an intranquil spirit. Because that's what the intranquil spirits saw. That's what that's what the, the Los Espiritos and Tranquil Leos saw. The seven intranquil spirits, they represent seven different types of spirits. And people add on to that. That's like a posse. That's like a gang. You get what I'm saying? I wrote it. I, I broke it down in a book. It's probably on the website what they are. Most potent, right. Elijah said most potent shit you ever wore. It's the most potent shit you have. It will fuck shit up. Put one that says Trayvon on the back of that. The hood. Which one you want me to put in? Hood. Lost the Spiritos? Lost the Okay. Those are the seven and tranquil spirits. So anyone that dies of murder or an abrupt or unjust becomes one of the intranquil spirits. So he is one of the intranquil spirits. You know what I'll do? I'll put it on the hoodie. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, and so I'll put it on the shirt. So it's Prince. Prince probably got so much power, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessary. But like one of those little young kids where black folks put all of that energy into them, like, you know, they recognize this injustice, if you will. So the injustice that black people, are, as a conscious person, don't waste your time. You want to do what's real. This is what's real. If you if you have that compassion for a Trayvon Martin and that type, this is probably the most effective way to deal with it. Put him on the back of that motherfucking hoodie with that, uh, and, and give him his power to tear shit up from that side. And doing that, wearing that, tear shit up for you. Gotcha. Let's get it together, niggas. Unfuckwittables. You know what I'm saying? Join that team. You know what I'm saying? Of the unfuckwittables. Yeah, I'm sure niggas will get it. Definitely a black hoodie with the white right. You know what I'm saying? What's the secret with Brother Elias in there? Say again? I said, what's the secret going on with Brother Elias? Oh, he's gonna talk. He's gonna talk about it right now. We about to get him oh, on. Right? right now. He's gonna. He's gonna put it all down. See, you know what I'm saying? Getting the dirty, the dirty, the dirty of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's gonna get into it. You know what I'm saying? Breast milk and Cheetos. <laughs> brother, brother, still uh, said breast milk and Cheetos. Oh, when is the date again? She said it's in November. Right? The twelfth, Saturday, the twelfth, oh. second week of November, the weekend. Oh. Yeah, so it's going to be in Florida. And I'm going to get the fly up and put everything up. So it's going to be real. It's going to be what we do. It's going to be how we do it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm liking what it is. So just let me tell people who don't know by now, your website is Colt Terrick Tees, O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S dot com. You also take in requests at O C C U L T E R I C T E E S at Yahoo.com for email. Or you can go to the website and go into contacts to send Dana email. What Dana's going to do is factor in if it's something that's popular enough or makes sense enough to be on a t shirt. So, any ideas, anything you want to see, Now's the time to hit them up while we could take it. The site is building. There's more and more shirts. We're doing shirts and shirts and shirts. 
So there's way more than the Apollos. You know my recommendation will always be the Apollos and the like, but we got Lakshmi. How could you turn your back on something like that? You know, Osiris, and there's just so much more. You know what I'm saying? We got Buddhas, the black Buddhas. You know what I'm saying? Baphomet's up in that piece. Against my uh, wishes, there's a panic shirt. <laughs> but uh, uh, people are buying it. My girl Tiffany bought one. But I expect my girl Tiffany, I love her. Because, you know, as I say all the time, this is not really about me. But, hell, panic or pan is a deity, too. So if you feel energy in that, you know what I'm saying? I understand some of the things you may heard may have changed your life. So I'll humbly be honored to be on your chest. Punch your niggas in the face. I guarantee you this. Wear some shit with me. You be all right, too. So I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I just just, I just ain't that. I just ain't that. I, I ain't Ric Flair right now. <laughs> I ain't all that fancy. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. And um, But, you know, there's plenty of things there. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of fire-ass shit there. Yemen Yah shirts or Shun shirts. You know, there's Arishas up in the building. There's things there. You know what I'm saying? Right, Laxmi is only twenty dollars and free shipping. Tell about oh, it. I'm about to cut this. that out. No, no, no. I, I, I let it go too long. If we're going back to twenty five dollars tomorrow, but tonight I'll twenty five dollars in free shipping. Shit, thirty five dollars in free shipping ain't nothing for a lot. No, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm not trying to kill him here. Yeah, but evidently because it is, it is what it is. So I know you do all the sales. Um, we have a group, Occult Territories, spelled the same way: O C C U L. Uh, uh, O-C-U-L-T. Um, what, what am I spelling wrong now? <laughs> it's O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S. Right. That's on the Facebook. Group. Yeah, it's on Facebook. There you go. So look for it. Join the group. And you'll be able to see all the new previews of T-shirts, T-shirt ideas. You'll be able to put in your ideas there. We're trying to get it going, get it popping there. You know what I'm saying? Colteric Tees. So we got the group popping. And Dane does every once in a while little Q&As. And the winner of these Q&As, these little raffles that he has randomly, you may be able to get a little shirt with free shipping. So you might want to get in this Q&A. I know my girl loves one one. I, that's the one I was there for, and, um, you know, so let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Shit's going on. You know what I'm saying? We got Tiffany. We got P. Nicole, D. Saxy. We got uh, my man Sia Grant, Dark Yogi. There's another sister I'm trying to get in contact with tonight. We may be able to get her on from Little Rock. I'm going to see if... Uh, uh, I can, if she signed up, she signed up. She said she'll be on later. Tell you about the products she got. And like I said, if you got products, we want to contact Brother Elia so we get you on the show so you can talk about your products. You're more than welcome. I want black people to spend money with black people. We should be able to take care of ourselves, especially with our own group. I'm waiting for a nigga to make Wonder Bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have him on the show. Service the whole crew with bread and, you know what I'm saying, cookie dough. Yeah, you got a Baron Sandy on the uh, uh, thing. You got a, a segment on there. You know what I'm saying? All good shit. You know what I'm saying? All good shit. And there's more to come. Ganesha, I don't know if he's on there, but I'm sure it's just a matter of time, player. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Matter of time. Fly ass Ganesha. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. Y'all need to go check it out. O C C E R. 
Oh, so look at that. O C C U L T E R I C T E E S dot com. So go ahead, check my man out. And um, we're going to go on with the show. We're going to do a little Q&A. Brother Elias is going to get on first, tell you what he got going on. Okay. And then we're going to do it like that. All right, family. Take it easy. All right, bro. Okay. I'm going to call you this week anyway. All right. Yeah, I need to talk to you anyway about this thing. With the okay. Ladies. All right. No okay. problem. All right, man. All right. Who knows? All right. All right. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my man Eliah? We're going to put him on. You got his sign on? Uh, he keep getting dropped from the call. We This best not be no problem. You need my phone? Okay, well, getting Eliah back. Going to get him in the building. Talk shoe. All right, Eliah. We're looking for this brother. We'll see what this 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 black dude got going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lions in the What's going on, my nigga? How to do? Uh, everything's good. What, what's up, Pandemonium family? What's what's good? P Nicole D Saxy, Dane. What's good, bro? Appreciate those shirts, man. I can't say enough about what they do for a bro when, when I'm out, man. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah, the type of energy the shirts bring. Tiff, what up? It was uh, nice to be introduced to you as well. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to uh, to meet when you come down here for for the party. And uh, yeah, that that that's that's what's up. Pink, you was talking about um, people hitting hit me up earlier with their new products and all that, and also for guest speakers. Um. Definitely, y'all uh, continue to to hit me up. I think it works best though. Like normally with the with the guest speakers, if y'all already um, took Pang's class, and I've said this before, but I'm gonna say it again just just so that you know what I'm saying it resonates. Um, but if y'all took Pang's class, or you've had a reading by Khadija, right or um there's you know some other way that we've been able to connect with you um it works out a lot better to have you on a show just because you know there's already some familiarity there and we we know who's coming on um but sometimes if if you've just kind of come out of nowhere then you know definitely send me some some stuff send me your work and a lot of y'all have done that appreciate that and uh, there's a couple brothers who do have some stuff going on out there that as um, soon as I get a chance, I definitely want to circle back with you. Um, but definitely send yourself. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know what you got going on since it's easier to decipher, you know what I'm saying, who just is saying, yeah, I want to be on the show because I had a great dream versus somebody who's really out there doing the work. So we definitely want to, you know what I'm saying, get those on who've been doing the work. And, like, uh, for example, uh, Mommy Supreme came on. She did a good job. And so we're, we're looking for folks who, uh, you know, really out there doing the work and would love to share it with the fam. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's. Yeah, that sounds good. That's about right. Sounds right. Like I said, he's right. If you, if, if you just came out of nowhere, just show us what you've been doing so we know it's in line up with, with what we're trying to really get out. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to come in the left field with what we're doing here. But yeah, let's definitely do that. So now, Elijah, you got a surprise for us, brother. 
Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So as a, I mean, Tiff already exposed me, but it's all good. Um, yeah. So as you know, I've been working on the book, you know what I'm saying? The book is called let God out again. God stands for greatest of doing. So the book's all about, um, a woman's process to go from being a full-time employee to a full-time entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, the book's out is published. I got up on my website, definitely go check it out. You know what I'm saying? If you're a person who hates their job, you've been trying to do something different and you're looking for some inspiration and some insights as to how that's possible, you need to get that book. You know what I'm saying? If you're a person who's never really explored doing anything outside of a regular job, but you would love to be doing your own thing full time, you definitely check out this book. Or if you just want some inspiration and, and you know what I'm saying, it's definitely uh, an entertaining book to read and it's some good insights in there. Or if you know somebody that's trying to make that move and need some insights, get the book for them. Um, and you can get it at www.eliawells, that's E-L-I-A-H-W-E-L-L-S.com. It's real simple on there. You just click to, click to order. It's only $20, 25 plus shipping, and I'll get it out to you personally signed. So, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're looking to make that move or, you know what I'm saying, you want any advice along those lines, man, go ahead, check that out, and definitely let me know what you think about it. Wow. So the surprise is your book is out. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea. I am in awe. I am just taking aback. <laughs> I yeah, love that yeah. book. It looked like an excellent read, well-written, chapters laid out correctly, 115 pages, right to the point. So it's a nice little read, you know what I'm saying, for a very good price. So this is excellent. What's the name of the book again? It's called Let God Out. God stands for greatest of doing. Um, in there, it's definitely going to, you know, it's, it's around 140 pages. But... Well, um. Well, to, to, to go through the chapters um, and give me a synopsis of each chapter. The, okay. You can use the book that you gave that you signed for me, if if if, if it's a, so we can get an idea of how this is going to go when we go through it, so what people could know by step by step. So this is definitely something you're going to need. Any motherfucker who's trying to quit their job, or even go in that direction, start a business. This is the type of shit we need. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of shit you need. So, excellent. This is an excellent, excellent book. And, again, our girl Courtney took care of it so you know it's right. You know them, you know, you know she did them words right. Because my shit, my shit have been a hood rat book. But she turned that shit up into some level of sophistication. And I'm sure she did that with Eliah as well. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to see now. I want to hear what he got going on. You ready for me? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, uh, right. and absolutely. Let me give a shout out to to, to Courtney. Courtney, without a question, um, her 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 uh, her input and insights on this was invaluable. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that I've been able to get this done uh, the way I did it in the time frame, and just with the insights and flat out coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, when she read through the book, man, like she helped me restructure some shit with the, you know, how to present the story, you know what I'm saying? Just a lot of 
invaluable stuff that I can't say enough about. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to having Courtney on the call. And um, if any of y'all working on a book, definitely hit her up. She will take you to the next level with your shit. This is my first one. So, you know, she helped me, you know, really come off as more of a polished author than I probably am. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Same shit, right? That's a, that's exactly what I can say. She make a nigga look like he's motherfucking Terry Crews, a goddamn right. surgeon of truth or some kind of shit. You just, you right. know, you're lying, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit right there, though, said, let me rephrase this for you, Paddock. Like, wow, nigga, that was some goddamn Langston Hughes shit you just did for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Old faster exactly. dreams for if they fly, that type shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so you got you got to definitely give her props on this. In this area, reign supreme. She should be on the show next week, you know what I'm saying? So she'll be able to tell people where they can contact her. And she'll also be able to, uh, you know, uh, teach about the comedic yoga because I've been doing yoga with her for quite some time. She told me about that. But when she, she took the class, and when she took the class, you know, she kept telling me about all this book stuff, and she was trying to give me all these resources. I nigga, that shit ain't going to work. But she said, fuck it, I'll do it. And man, oh, man, I'm glad she did. Because we yeah. still talking yeah. about our book's about to come out shit. <laughs> Wasn't for right, her. right. Yeah, me too. No yeah, question yeah. about it. So yeah, I want a little synopsis of each chapter. Like you know, what's the type? Give me the table. Do the table of contents. The name of the chapter. What what is about? Walk us through it a little bit. Cool. So um, chapter one's called the call. What that has to do with is basically you know uh, Sonara. Uh, that's the the, the 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 primary character in the book. She's going through her daily life as usual, but the, w- what's happened to her is that she's starting to notice some changes in her. So basically, her spirit's really starting to speak to her, but it's coming off in a manner where um, everything that she's doing with her normal nine to five is just feeling like shit. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing's popping with her job. Her job feels like shit. Going to work feels like shit. Getting up is bullshit. Who she works with is bullshit. And she's been doing it for about 10 years. And so it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying, um, just when everything's coming to a head and she's starting to realize that something's off here. At this chapter, she don't know what the fuck's wrong yet, but she knows that nothing feels right mm. um, regarding her job. Mm. Um, in chapter two. Wait a minute. That, been, shit, that right there alone is fucking relatable. Every nigga up in this motherfucker should be feeling that one. Something wrong about this shit. I know this ain't the way to make Big Macs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah, I just know this ain't this this special sauce ain't nothing but ketchup and mayonnaise, nigga. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's, it, that's a good opening. And you said chapter two is right. And so it goes much more into it, you know, once you read it. But that's just a quick synopsis of it. Um, chapter two is tripping and what that has to do with is where, um, she was planning on making a trip, uh, with her due, but she realizes that she's going through a phase in her life where she's going to have to do something different. So she knows she needs to just really get, spend some time with self and, and go further in with herself to figure out what's going on. So it's about her, you know, uh, um, making a move 
on her own to, to take some time by herself to start to figure um, out what's going inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's all I'll say there. I don't want to give everything away. Right. Um, yeah, so she, that's that's uh, chapter two. Mm-hmm. And then chapter three is, is uh, called Reaching Out for Help, and that's where she realizes that, you know what I'm saying, she needs to basically ask somebody to help her out, somebody who may have already walked down that path, somebody who, you know what I'm saying, could give her some good advice. You know what I'm saying? As I talked about in the book, you know, if – somebody's trying to talk to you about how to, you know, become a millionaire, but they're only making, you know what I'm saying? $25,000 a year. They can't give you good advice because they ain't done it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, the the whole reason why I became, why I was uh, attracted to your class and everything that you was talking about, because you were talking about shit that you were doing, not, not fucking theories and what you think and all that other type of shit. Right. And so in in that part, she goes to seek out somebody who can help her go through the process. And uh, he begins to help her unravel what's going on within herself and actually um, begins to talk to her about um, some things that she can tap into spiritually um, mm-hmm. to help her along her way. So that's that's, you know, where it starts to get into a, a, a much uh, deeper aspect of the process. So, um where a lot of people think it's just about money. And I made that mistake in my life for sure. Like when I first, I've, I've, you know, started at least seven different businesses and uh, most of them failed. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, the reason why those other businesses failed was because I was chasing money. I wasn't right. doing it because I loved doing it. I wasn't doing it because my spirit led me to those activities. When I wasn't doing none of that shit. I was, I was just like, oh, man, I can make money here. Let me get right. into it. And this shit was failing. Mm-hmm. And so that's some of the advice that I give in the book where you don't want your, um, and trust me, I spent a lot of years on this bullshit. You don't want your venture to be about making money. Mm-hmm. You want right. your venture to be about doing something that you love because then the money will come. The money will follow so, you. Yeah. Your spirit provides exactly. for you. It does. Boom. Boom. So, you know, and now the big piece I learned in your class as well, as far as I understood about the love, but the spirit guiding you and, you know, really, you know, how to put spirit first and all those types of things really was clarified and taken to a whole other level after I took your class. And that was one of the things that I went back into the book and I sold that into the story. Um, for her and her journey so that when people read it, they can see that it's not about money. Mm. And if you chase the money, it's not going to work. Right. In my experience, it, it didn't work. And whenever I was chasing money, n- nothing was popping. Make a little bit for a little while and then should have fall apart because the bottom line was that I didn't really love doing it. I was fantasizing about writing books and doing other shit. Right. You know, when I was doing those other things, but what I really wanted to do was start writing books. Right. So whatever it is that you really want to do, pursue that. Don't go after no money. And in the book, I, I give you some nice questions, some things you can do to help get to the bottom of that, because a lot of times it's not as easy as it sounds um, to just say do something you love. So I, I help, you know, the story, it, it, it spells out for you a little bit too. Chapter four is um, called Stepping into Fashion. I basically I just give it away right there. So 
her original love coming up was actually um, in designing clothes and her creativity, uh, the way the fairies was working with her, so to speak, right? How all the creative energies and all of her joy was really around fabrics and design and how and, and that whole world. But she let that world go as she just kind of got into the system and got into the mix and just, you know, like most of us do, you become adults and all of a sudden you may got kids, you got bills, you got car notes, you got mortgages. We got all this shit. We got to do all this human shit. And sometimes it just turns into a thing where you're just going to work to get checked. Right. Uh, there, there's no happiness nor freedom there. So this is about when she starts to make that move where she's doing her job, but she's also starting to really explore her passion and doing that on the side. So it's not where it's just a, you know, hardcore cut, like, okay, now, now I'm going to go ahead and do my thing. I'm quitting this job. You can't, that's not the real world. You know what I'm saying? You got to have something else popping. You got to have some income coming in. You can't just, you know, have all these responsibilities fit. You know, um, I got a daughter, you know what I'm saying? So there's no way that I can just walk away from a job and not have money coming in. Right. You know what I'm saying? That don't, that don't make no sense. So this is about uh, where she begins to go through that process, change her schedule up a little bit, develop some new habits so that she can integrate her passion and where her spirit's leading her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, while still holding down that nine-to-five, um, uh, uh, but but not really, you know, she, you know holding down a nine-to-five, she can get that check, basically, use that check to make her make her other shit pop. Right. Okay. And and then let's see, chapter five, we getting into uh, two tears in a bucket. So that two tears in a bucket, fuck it, y'all know about that. So um, that's where you know she's getting to the point now where she's like, you know, what I'm saying everything's coming in, in alignment. This is after she's been working on it for a few years. You know, what I'm saying she's making money online. She got her nice online enterprise going, and um, you know things aren't perfect yet. But she knows that it ain't going to be perfect ever and that at some point in time, you do need to make a decision where it's like, okay, uh, I, you know, all the, base, all the bases are covered. Now I just really need to go ahead and make that move. And so it's about her making that move. And when you decide to make that move, when you decide to listen to your spirit, when you decide to do the shit that you know you're supposed to fucking do is the bottom line. Like normally a lot of it just lines up for you. Then it's like, okay, you got have some courage and just step out there and do it. Leave the system behind and know that you'll be better off without it. You know what I'm saying? And so that it's about when she does that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's perfect because that needs to be addressed. I see where she's slowly transitioning out that job mentality, which is interesting in the book because people think, I guess, before and after, but I'm glad you decided to go in where you where you walk it through the mentality and the energy that you need to actually make that real. Right, right, because um, as most things, easier said than done. Some people are more inclined to be an entrepreneur than others, you know what I'm saying? And, and other people are more uh, geared towards, you know, being real safe and not taking no risk. But yet, you still got this passion that you want to feed, and so you know, even for those that aren't naturally inclined, so to speak, um, as you know, for for being out on their own and doing their own thing, and being an entrepreneur, um, please believe anybody can do it. It's just like anything else; it just takes practice, building those muscles, mm. you know, um, using all your tools. You know, what I'm saying we got we got 
game way outside of the known person. When you when you understand magic, when you understand how to put all these forces to work, use all that shit too. Because I definitely did to walk off a job. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just like some you know absolutely logical formula. Now there's definitely spiritual magic that you should be applying to to make that move as well. Because it just it amplifies everything you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you're doing, it just puts that much more to it. it put pieces coming to play that you didn't know are going to come to play. All, all sorts of things start happening when you're using all the tools in the bucket. And anybody that's listening to this, you got access to that. And trust me, if you haven't, if you want to go along that path and you haven't taken pants class, you definitely need to take that class and get the book because all that shit I feel is a part of formula. It's not nice. just one thing. It's, it's all of it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, this is something to get. This is real. This is going to be a real interesting read. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better run out and get this right now. What's the name of the book again, bro? It's called Let God Out. And then let me get into Chapter 6. Okay. Chapter 6 is, is, is life lessons. So what I do for the rest of the book is basically I go through her, her life and I break down what's going on spiritually. I break down what's going on psychologically. I break down um, all sorts of different situations that you're going to encounter on the path. I, I get into how to use your time, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because uh, what I call 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. is a time gold mine, meaning that most, most and it don't matter what time you work your job, you know what I'm saying, but just for the people who, you know, have like so, so-called 9 to 5, when you come home, you got a lot of time to burn. And it's like, okay, what are you doing with that time? And if you start to use at least two hours of that time to, to do some shit that you really want to do to start moving yourself off the job, then not, now you're really starting to maximize your time away from the job so that you ain't got to go back to that motherfucker. And so in there I got all sorts of jewels. That's just one of them. By all sorts of jewels about basically different habits that you can start to use. Um, how to, I mean, simple shit like uh, how to even deal with your family, how to deal with your loved ones. Right, right. Because when, when, when you start to, because um, when you got a full-time job and you're now starting to work on something that's taking you um, so-called kind of away from them for more time than usual, then sometimes it can create a strain on the relationship. Start breaking mm-hmm. down, you know, how to communicate this, you know, to your girl, you know, to your wife, um, to your to your boy, to your husband, to your kids right. about what you're doing. Right, not to mention they're gonna be thinking you crazy for trying this shit. Boom, that too. You know what I'm saying? So how to deal with the naysayers, right? How to deal with people throwing negative energy at you and saying what you're doing is bullshit ain't gonna work. Right. Anything along those lines, I address it in chapter six, which is called life lessons. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the summation of, of, of the book right there. That's cool. So like, like pretty much the last chapter is like the moral of the story type thing. Yeah. And, and it, I, it's, it's like, instead of it being a, uh, story, it's me talking directly to the reader. Gotcha. And it's where, it's where the, the, a lot of juices because I talk about the educational. I talk about the education system as well. I talk mm-hmm. about you know why the education system is set up like that because a lot of people who have jobs, right? Yet they want to be entrepreneur. Have a question of 
how the fuck did I end up in this situation? Right. But somebody kind of somebody kind of had this mapped out for, and that's the way the whole system designed. The whole education system is designed to turn you into a non-thinker. It's designed to turn you into somebody who's not creative. It's designed to make you just a motherfucking robot. Right. And so I break down how they do that and how you get out of it, which is a lot of what you know. Of course, your class does as well. Is begin to teach people how to reverse how the system has got has got you programmed, but. The thing is that, or how would I put this? Um, when you begin to reverse it at the job and things like that, uh, uh, it's a little bit different approach. And I just get into how how you do that when it comes to your job and money, finances, family, relationships, and how to communicate and all that with everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sounds like fire. Sounds like fire. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So everybody that's read it so far, I've been getting nothing but good feedback. Um, everybody seems to love it. Um, mm. I've been told it's very inspirational. I've been turned, told, I, you know, they learned a lot. And, um, you know, I know people that have read it and all of a sudden lit a fire in their ass. All of a sudden they wake on their shit, you know what I'm saying, getting their shit together. So right. definitely think, you know what I'm saying, you will benefit from it. And if you're trying to do that, this is something that will, definitely assist you along the way nice yeah that's good that's a that's a much needed tool for black folks dog much needed that was a good looking on that one you know what i'm saying that's a good looking on that one because shit nigga i remember when i was working nigga that shit was utter slavery i was more just uh i, I couldn't stand just having to commit myself to going to fucking bed right at a certain time <laughs> Right, little things you gain from this mentality. Not to mention, I like the fact that you factored in, which makes sense, and that you would that she's actually following her spirit more than her entrepreneur knows. You know what I'm saying? She ends right. up an entrepreneur, but she doesn't do it for the sake of that. That's not what's driving her. What's driving her is true peace. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Based upon what you're telling me, true peace, true peace in her thing. Her purpose for being here, you understand, ain't nothing, and I could attest to it personally, like living on planet Earth, living out your purpose. Boom. And um, really, that's what a lot of what I hear this book is about, methodologies for, for pursuing your purpose, shit that you know is in you that you're scared to do. So you can find a method for doing that. Hold on, hold on a second. Did you take out that last garbage for me in those boxes? I did the rest. Um, so finding, you know, and pursuing, you know what I'm saying? Your little stats, your little, right. your little, your little, your little way of being that speaks on the inside. Bit, uh, bigger than just want some. I like that you address that too. It's bigger than just want some money. Y'all got to know how to make money a side effect, and that's when you get it. When it's a side effect, even if you talk like to a puff daddy who may have just had the entrepreneur thing in his mind, but clearly, I, and I remember him from New York, it was music that he did love, and that was first and foremost. Now, with that being said, if you were to talk to him or even Kanye West now, you don't hear them niggas. They may say it in their raps because that's what to say in the rap about this money, we getting money. But you can see in their life that money is a side effect of a lifestyle that they have, at the, especially at this point. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they may have did things to get to that level of the game. And they may be, you know, one of the exceptions that did it. But really, they finally came upon something that I found to be true from the heart. You got to know what you're here to do. You got to follow your spirit. And all the prosperity definitely becomes a side effect in a big one. And that's actually, I talked about it as a science. It's the art of, neutral, of mental neutralization in the lower rhythm. How to neutralize the, the effect that you can't avoid of those ups and downs, that rich and poor, that good and bad. All of that's going to happen, but to neutralize it, <laughs> to neutralize, you shit yourself, right? That's why I left that there. Now you can go downstairs and cry. Like uh, the art of neutralization, you know, is or, or the or the mental neutralization is the science of actually uh, escaping the, 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 the consciousness of that effect, the, uh, the, the feeling of that effect. You won't notice the effect. You'll just, be act, you'll just be living in that always is without noticing the ups and downs. See, if I looked at my finances with logic, I would say, oh, yeah, I got more then than I got now, and this is more, and that's up, and this time of the year it goes down, and this time of the year it goes up. I don't, give, I don't think about it like that. My whole thing is to get out of bed to teach. So I notice the ups and downs of that. Some days motherfuckers learn, and some days motherfuckers is just stuck. I get better fucking results talking to a fire hydrant. <laughs> right. The finances, though, I never notice an up and down. They stay consistent, never have a problem. And if I focused on it, I would, because that's what it is. I just started to notice the rhythm. I'm using what you call mental neutralization. It hasn't been truly neutralized because you can't avoid the lower rhythm. But the effects, you don't notice anymore. And that's what you're actually talking in that book when she's pursuing something that's inside of her based upon her starting out with her not being content. With her reality. And most of us on the job are not content. You get what I'm saying? And then if you are doing something, you happen to be in some sort of business that you're that you're in and able to do, how do you turn that to the next level by letting your spirit guide that business instead of letting logic guide it? See, my spirit guides business all day. Yep. And that's really yep. the key. You know what I'm saying? That's the key to it. So a book like this is valuable. You know what I'm saying? Niggas not only need to get this, they need to run out and get this. Not now, but right now. They had to give you the info so they know it again for sure. All right, bet. Um, you can get it at www.eliawells.com. That's E-L-I-A-H, Bradford42. Just put it up. Appreciate that, bro. Um, so it's eliawells.com. You can go on there. It's 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 ready to go. Um, you order one, I'll definitely give you a personal signing and uh, get it out to you ASAP. Uh, definitely, you know, something that I uh, pour my heart and soul into. And there's another thing that, that I, I share in there that, you know what I'm saying, uh, you was just building on panic. And that's that when you follow your spirit and you're looking to do the things that you're basically here to do, what happens is that, it changes the life of other gods here as well because 
if panic didn't follow his fear, if panic didn't look to pursue his purpose, how much different would so many other people's lives be? So there's almost a a higher responsibility um, to do that because a lot of other people who are meant to wake up or meant to experience, you know, pina cold spray or meant to experience Tiffany's uh, uh, shea butter, right? All these different things that end up connecting and forming a harmony that, you know, outside of our normal conscious mind is shit that was supposed to happen. But if you don't, follow your spirit, if you don't get out there and pursue your purpose, then how are you supposed to affect this whole thing doesn't happen? And that shit fucks up other shit that you can't even aware of. So it's just, it's, it's a higher responsibility, you know, from, you know, uh, your your soul, you know, to, to do those things because we are here to, to lift each other up. And by doing what you're supposed to do, you definitely help lift other people at the same time. Right. That's actually why we all came to serve out our purposes because it's one big web of of interconnectedness, you know what I'm saying, of purpose. You know, he said all that shit in the Matrix. We all came to do what we came to do, blah, 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 because it's, it's one big network, conscious nigger, conscious niggery. Absolutely. I, sh- I sure will, Brother Phil. I'll sign it for, uh, yeah, Queen Tia, no doubt. Yeah, boy, it's on. You know what I'm saying? Let God out, nigga. Let that G-O-D out. It's going to be good. Like you said, about, I'd say about 115 pages. Yeah, yeah well, the, the last chapter starts on 115, but it, it goes to, you know, 134. Nice. Yeah, like 138. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's about one thirty eight. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, goody goody. You know what I'm saying? So y'all go ahead, it's out now at Liawells dot com. E L I A H W E L L S dot com. Go get you one of them things. Go get you one of them things. All right, we got a special guest before we get into Q and A too. Okay. Uh we got a sister from Harambe Marketing. She's uh, from Little Rock. I met her in Little Rock, Sister Melanie. She has a store. I went to her house. And, um, you know, off the hook, very nice things there, very pro-black stuff for the black power. You know, she's also a, uh, you know, she does holistic, uh, organic food, that is. She has some, um, and I'm going to show you. You see that time in there? These coasters. Yeah. looks like kind of like a bathroom tile size. Okay. And um, the pictures are on it. Um, I'll put you on mute. Uh, the pictures are on it. And um, Prince, I'm saying she has Prince earrings, among other things. But plenty of stuff. She has an online presence. She should be there now. Can you hear me, Melody? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Greetings. Hello, everyone. Peace. What's going on, sister? I just got in the house eating some hummus and cucumbers and been listening to you since you opened up the show. Sounds good. Sounds like a delightful meal. <laughs> so I was Just telling everybody, <laughs> yeah, you 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 from the very own Little Rock, right? Yes. And yes. you start you you, but you you were born in Texas first, right? You were saying born now, in Little Houston. Rock, but raised in Houston. I left ah. um, Little Rock when I was two or three years old. Okay, and then you back in Little Rock. You back up in the Rock. Back up in it. Yes, this is this sister was very interesting when I meet her. Very fun. Very lively, one of those lively sisters. 
one of them tall chocolate sisters. And y'all know I've said to you years ago when I was dealing with Phyllis Hyman that all them tall sisters, that's Phyllis Hyman's daughters. And each right. time my tall sister got with her after I told her that, it was phenomenal. But this sister was already on it because when I went there, she had these coasters in her house. And we're gonna, we're gonna, and she has an online presence, so you guys will be able to get this from her. She had a Phyllis Hyman in the house, which is a rare treat. I mean, be real, who's really having within this product scheme Phyllis Hyman? And for me, that's an absolute delight. You know, nobody moved, put that one in my bag. So I already knew she was on it because she knew she knew what it was. Of course, she has all the other nice stuff. She'll be able to tell you Prince and everybody. But if she could get y'all or y'all could get some of these coasters that she has, you know, Bob Marley, uh, you know, I, I think I've seen a Malcolm X in there. You know yeah, what I mean? Michael I'm, Jackson. Lottie Michael Jackson. Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who else? Uh, even just some some ancient ancient pictures and Nubian okay. queens and kings. Okay. And nice. Like I mean, yeah, nice. So she got she got a little variety. When I tell you this, uh, now I can't use that as a coaster. She's already on the altar. You know, we already putting these things up as pictures. As Princeton, right. I can't put a, I can't put some Kool Aid on on Phyllis, <laughs> a cup of a cup of a, a cup of a tropical punch, but like, uh, but it's, you know, but you know, different strokes, different folks. Like I said you can use it for what you want, but this the picture is so brilliant. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's just so, you know, it's so different. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's about the size of a bathroom tile, and it's cushioned cushioned right. in the back. Look at this, Elijah, off the hook. Yeah, this is real dope. It is a, it is what else a wonderful you thing. You got uh, Prince. You got Prince. Yeah, and, two princes. Uh, my um, my girl Khadijah, my lady Khadijah. She's a Prince fan, so she already got that up in her altars. Phyllis is my girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Phyllis is my girl. So Phyllis beautiful. was there. Just beautiful. So the sister well, Melody. Well, I'm glad you came by. I enjoy. I definitely enjoyed our visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a little bit of we had a little bit of fun. She was cool. She made this uh, watermelon delightful watermelon drink that was off the hook, kid. See, she I didn't get a chance because see they see Little Rock. They I'm in New York, so I'm standing out in that sun while they doing this uh, organic food thing. I'm in the sun. I'm about to stroke out. They just banging it out. You know what I'm saying? What you want? Vegetarian sausage? Dude? I can't even eat. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to have to call it. Y'all about to have to call some services out here. Yeah, yeah, nachos. They was doing that. Y'all about to call some services for me. And a, a couple of brothers was out there, took my class. They doing it. Now, at this point, I did so many classes. I can't hardly go anywhere without running into somebody who took them. Uh, what's Galen? Galen Pledger. Yeah, he was out yeah. there. What's the other? Oh, man, I'm bad with names. Was it Mike? Might have been dark skin brother. Yeah, had afro. He probably wasn't a vendor, but he was out there. Yeah, had his woman. They left. I met his woman too. She was like, "Man, all we do is listen to this in the house." And I'm tired. I said, "Oh," <laughs> and then that's oh, your husband to my. I said, "Was it Mike? Might have been." I'm, mm-hmm. But he hangs with Galen all the time. Either way, everybody was out there. It was okay. good. I enjoyed Little Rock, and the sister has a store. What's the name of your store? Arambe Market. Harambe mm-hmm. is Swahili, y'all know that, for Pull Together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been there a year this summer. Okay. But yeah, it was Two years nice. ago, I was in my, you know, I don't live there, 
Mm-hmm. But oh, uh, okay. I operate the shop out of there. But ah. two years ago, I actually started in my flat in my apartment preparing uh-huh. vegan food for people. Mm-hmm. And they would come by and eat. And I wasn't expecting people to stay and sit down. I was like, you know, get it to go. But friends would come and they want to sit and talk and chit-chat and try to save the world, you know, and all that stuff. Right. And then eventually uh, most everybody there was holistic, spiritual, conscious, and all of that. And they made shampoo or they made, mm-hmm. you know, different uh, uh, shea butter items like the mm-hmm. sister spoke of earlier. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, we need to sit up somewhere and sell our wares, you know. Because uh-huh. uh, being from Houston, we always had flea markets, and we always had, you know, those type of options outside of the mall where you can go into the community and buy from the people. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so we set that up in, like, 2014. And uh, after a year, it's just like, okay, I think I need a shop because, you know, mm-hmm. Folks were selling stuff and just making it for their friends and coworkers, and now they had labels and bottles and presentations right. and Facebook pages. And so, right. you know, I was very grateful. You know, but thing is so much I want to talk to you about, but we'll have to get to that later. But the, I, the word, the magic was just like the manifestation through the magic came, and here's this house. <laughs> that, nice. That was commercially zoned, and I already knew I wanted a house because some sisters uh-huh. in Houston were, were operating their businesses out of homes, and I liked that energy. And um, here's a, a year to, to the day that I, I started doing a pop-up, the house was offered, and so that's where we've been. And then those sisters that started with, now they have things packaged, and it's on shelves. So I, I try to concentrate locally. Mm-hmm. Definitely black owned and operated, but I definitely want to do as much local as I can. But I do re- reach out to Atlanta, DC, Maryland, okay. have vendors. Uh, but but what you see, you know, we make it, you know, by okay. hand, by spirit, by, by all of that, we making it. Okay, nice, nice. For the most part, yeah. So now, if people want to uh, check out your website or contact you. What would they do? Um, I get a lot of. Um, uh, Facebook. Facebook has been really the best place to connect with me. Okay. And my Facebook page is Harambe Market. I'll spell it out. H-A-R-A-M-B-E-E Market. But it'll be 2104 because that's a part of my address. Harambe Market. Oh, God. 2104. I'm sorry. Harambe Market 2104. So they can reach out to you on Facebook. They'll be able yeah, to see Facebook. the products you offer and uh, go and get them some of them items, the rare items, black handmade items, specialty Facebook. items that we use. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Inbox me. Um, I do I communicate with a lot of people outside of Little Rock and Arkansas all the time. Mm, and okay. um, the Harambe Market 2104. Nice. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. I said I've seen a lot of interesting stuff in there. We got a lot of just those earrings alone. You know, um, Prince, uh, his symbol, uh, Eliah, the uh, the Prince symbol. She got these earrings, these purple Prince symbols off the hook. I just um, got this, some more in because y'all had bought the last of them. Oh yeah, we oh you know now the sister them. makes those. She's in Maryland, but I called her. Okay. I need some more, so she sent some more. Oh yeah, let me tell you. Uh, 
the uh, you know uh, Khadija seen him. Eleanor had him on in uh, Texas. She had a small pair. Eleanor was like, "I'll give you these." He was like, "No, we good." And then, mm-hmm. sure enough, went to the store, seen the, the bigger ones, scooped them up immediately. So my uh, queen definitely appreciated those. Oh, they're good. They're good. Those. Also, now she they were telling me about. We didn't get a chance to try it yet. Now, I, this is something I got to see. This, this, this. There's this vegan tuna that they got. Now, basically, you know, when you juice a carrot, the pulp that's level over, you use the carrot pulp plus whatever you would use uh, to make your tuna. But the sister gave me a seasoning that they make. Supposedly supposed right. to turn this turn this shit on fire. We didn't get right. to it yet. No, yeah. everybody's saying it though. Everybody's saying it though. So I, know. I heard the, the average yeah. meat eater is still eating. It's going. I, don't, I think I need. A, I think I need another scoop. <laughs> so we're going. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to see probably this week. This week. So still, still, she's got stuff. Y'all might want to check out. Y'all got to check out, like she said, on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? If y'all having problems getting to her, get to me, and I'll pass you on to her. But this is something you want to do. You want to check out the sister, see what she got. All this unique stuff. Now, I'm telling you, what I'm really feeling was those little uh, coasters, but she has so much more. You just never know. You know what I'm saying? What you see, you but may that, look at something. That's beautiful. You, you take it out because I loved them from when I started, you know, ordering them. Right. Because it's a little bit of um, home decor in my spot. And so I'm right. taking people like, right, right. And that, right, that, right. And that's what felt good about your spot. you don't see this energy. <laughs> right. That's what was good about your spot. Like you said, yeah. it has that home decor. So you walk in like through a house, but each house is set up like, uh, you know, it, the house is the store. So each room is set up like a different, a different little motif. Mm-hmm. Of, of stuff you can mm-hmm. get, you know what I'm saying? Hair products, shampoo, yeah, yeah. creams, uh, you know, scrubs, clothing. And, and yeah, Everything clothing, right? Hat, right, right. So yeah, yeah, when you picked up on that, I'm like, yes, you know, because yeah, some people truth. don't understand like the whole vibe of your house got to resonate. So, oh yeah, that's uh, right. There you go. Yeah, that was that was that was perfect. That was. And I have sold them, you know. I have, I've sold, mm-hmm. I've sold them, but a lot of stuff I get because I'm feeling the vibe, and I'm like, you don't feel that vibe? Right. Like, come on, right. come on. <laughs> and then yeah, when somebody comes, I'm like, hey, that's what's up. Yeah, that feels hymen is a treat. I said my son don't even, never even heard a Bob Marley song. His whole theme is Bob Marley. <laughs> so he's seen that Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love some time. I, I, each time I go in his room, I'm trying to figure it out too. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. But okay. uh, you know, and then of course Khadija, she's a big Prince fan. She ate those up, and she said one of the ones. She said that's the pitch I loved the most. So it was right on time. Mm-hmm. As soon as she seen that Phyllis yeah. Hyman, she said, "Oh, I know who that is. I know who's getting oh, that yeah. one." See, yeah, she got prominent space in this crib right in the front altar. And I got one yeah. Michael Jackson, but that's not the Michael Jackson energy I was looking for. So I'm in search mm-hmm. for some more. And some Gil Sky Heron, too. I'm oh, in yeah. search of that as well. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah nice. we got to keep uh, the masses present. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, liking, I'm liking what I was seeing. Y'all need to go to the Facebook. Check her out. Check the sister. Like, she's a good sister. Harambe Marcus. Uh-huh. 2104. 
We in North Little Rock, Little Rock, North Little Rock, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and a few other shops similar that are jumping in this area. So, you know, anybody right. happens to be our way, come on Right, through. you're in Little Rock, right. You definitely need to come see her if you're in Little Rock. That's mm-hmm. a must. Eleanor made sure I seen her right before we got on the plane, and it was definitely worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah, worth it. Yeah, that's not worth It's out Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she said she wanted to come by. I said, well, out of respect, I will definitely open my door. Nice, and, right. Uh, I was happy I did. Hell yeah. But I should be your way soon, so. Yeah, I said, you're always welcome to come through when you're ready. Just give me a shout-out, let me know. And I'll make sure I'm home and come through. Check out the yeah, family. Sure. Check out check out the, uh, the, the altars. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Because I've been listening. You know, I've been watching. I've been listening. I, so much has happened. Sounding good so to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounding good. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you too, ma'am. How long are right, you so How long are you going to be on? Yeah, I'm trying to end this in a few, <laughs> but we're going to go through the science. I mean, it usually lasts about one, two, or it can last. But uh, I'm a, I'm a do uh, now. I'm gonna get into the science. We did a whole bunch of rapping, but now I'm gonna get into oh, some yeah. science for an hour and change, and and then we're gonna end it up when I'm getting tired. I'm tired today. You can get my little bit of energy. All right. But uh, All right. yeah. Oh, okay. Somebody put up your put up your info too, Bradford. So we good. I appreciate it. And he put up your uh, website. So we good. Like the page. Like the page. Yep. Like the page. It sounds good. I'm about to click on it right now and like it. Okay, thank you. All right, sis. All right, Brother Panic, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. We will talk soon. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, ma'am. Peace. All right, Brother Man. Hold on, let me uh, get back to this page. Ooh, man, this thing here. Brother Elias, so where we at? Oh, I still got you off. I got to get back to the main page to even get you back on. Talks you sucks. I can un- unmute you. All right, so we about to get into this little Q&A. As soon as this little application comes back up. Little funky app. Here we go. All right, it's coming back up. We're going to unmute my man, Aliyah. Get him back in the game so we can get on this Q&A like we like we supposed to do. Hold tap. Now, remember, I'll be in Florida second week of November. So I need your faces in the place with the funky... Feel the highs and feel the bass. I need your place, your face in the place. All right, let me see. Uh, we got Harambe. I think. All right. Yeah. I think we good. Be there, brother. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's get it in. Let's get some Q and A in. Give Give them some science after they heard all of that promotion. Let's give them some science. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um. So I actually uh, the other day I was looking at um the the the, the minor would I guess really be the Omex right uh, pyramid of consciousness and it, it was break it, it had about nine different levels on it and uh, 
cellular, to mammalian, to familiar, tribal, cultural, national, planetary, galactic cycle, and universal co-creation. Each period gets smaller, whereas identifying an evolution of consciousness, right? And uh, but if this is the one that was that stopped at 2012, so what my question is is um, where I guess what how does the, the that conscious evolution work? And then you know where where would you say that we're at now as far as the state of our consciousness? Well. Okay. They were timekeepers in measuring time through uh, cyclical time, you know what I'm saying, through cycles. Um, we're speculating where that is. You follow what I'm saying? Uh, right. Just like the flat earth, you don't know what the fucking time it is, really. You can only try to judge it by if they had a logical uh, definition of it. You can only judge it by the consciousness that you feel in the people, uh, basically a before and a after. You get what I'm saying? So you would, because, and it depends on what you're looking at the time, because if you're looking at the Egyptian concept of time, which is the great year, you get what I'm saying? You're dealing with a different thing. You understand what I'm saying? So the okay. first thing I've come to deal with or understand that time is only something that's used down here to put shit in the context for you. You're really trying to do as a conscious person, bring your consciousness outside the circle of time. Now you gotta, if you can get the book, I think you can get the PDF. Uh, what's his name? Um, <clears throat> nigga that took over the OTO. The second one. Um, he made a book called Pan Outside the Circles of Time. And Okay. What they're talking about is how to start to inject your consciousness out of the circle of time. See, time is still considered an illusion, especially to someone who has everlasting life who no longer has to deal with time. So we would use time in its best-case scenario to try to map and tell you different particular angles of light based upon a configuration that you're in, kind of. And what is more conducive to that particular configuration and the mentality if you get left behind. So just going into a new time cycle, if you don't have the mentality for it and understanding, you can fail. So just being there, it makes it more natural. You understand what I'm saying? But not necessarily so. For instance, zodiacal time um, which is what uh, Egyptians did use from the great year. They said we was in these different houses 20, pretty much 2,500 years. In each 2,500 years, it would shift, and we were coming into the age of Aquariusness. Now, if you go into the Bible, they were in the age of Taurus, coming into the age of Aries. Mm. Now, what happened was, this is the story of Moses, when he comes down to see people worshiping the calf, these people was trying, were stuck in the age of Taurus while he was going into the age of Aries. That's why the Jews blew that ram's horn. So he was saying, if you all want to be stuck there in this old time, you're going to die. Those who want to come on the mountain next level or, or, or get their thinking in this new time 
configurement, let's just say, or this new timeline is is the ones that uh, are going to be surviving, loosely based. Now, you'll hear these things called eon or ages, which is talking about time ages. You get what I'm saying? So the whole thing with Aleister Crowley, when he got in touch with AWOS in the desert, AWOS was telling him about what they called the eon or the age of Horus, that this new age was coming about, that 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 the, the 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 what then he would ask, well what does this age mean? And that's where you get do as thou wilt is the whole of the law of the pretty much of this age. And then he goes on to explain uh the characteristics of this age of Horus. Now that this context is the same thirteen that later on people were saying there's a thirteenth a zodiac, remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was they calling it, Orpheus or whatever the fuck they was calling it? And um, but it was a, it was a snake, it was a kundalini, it was Jesus. So they thought you really had a physical thirteenth fucking birthday. No, the thirteenth is the number of Christ. So the thirteenth is outside the circle of time, because that's actually the goal to get outside mm-hmm. the circle of time. So, so the thirteenth mentality is to actually escape that. Now, as we go into the age of Aquarius, which is the age of the knower, and coming out of the age of Pisces, which is the age of the believer. So we are in the age of Aquarius, clearly, but you still got a lot of motherfuckers who believe. But you can see for yourself the phenomenon on even your Christian cousins still factor in some occult shit now. It doesn't mean that they changed their belief, but they would have never even known the shit existed until this day, the internet age. Right. Because So in other words, that shows you just because we switched to that age don't mean everybody's on the same page. The environment is more conducive to the age of knowing. So those who want to know, like I've always wanted to know, and many of y'all always wanted to know, all your lives are set up in a good way for when shit like the internet comes on, you know what I'm saying, or comes into being. And, you know, other motherfuckers just going to watch porn and, and Snapchat and all the rest of that dumb shit. Now, um, so you're more conducive to it. So the the OMAC was just another system that's still accurate based upon, they say, when the world will be conducive to the events, the cyclic time that goes around and around and around. Now, they also predicted we have to get off this wheel at one point, and certain times are more conducive to get off the wheel outside the circle of time. So 2012 was supposed to be that time, and then uh, you say 2016, uh, with the, uh, which is this year, which is coming to an end for the, uh, for the Hopi Indians and all of this stuff. So what I've learned is not to buy into time, but to buy into your own consciousness. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And you kind of got to loosely base and understand what they're saying about time and cycles and see what's conducive, but I've been learned to not buy into too many cycles. The first thing I got off was moon phases, because that's usually the first thing motherfuckers get on. Full moon, you could do this. Waning moon, waxing moon, new moon, you could do this, that, or the other. So getting off of those things, 
um, was the first thing, and and what you're getting into the opposite would be called chaos magic, or chaos, which is melanin magic, which is what you are. So so I'm not buying into time, but somebody had. You got to understand the mentality in which these people were mapping time. They were mapping time to kind of kind of con- control humanity or have a stake on humanity because they realized time was humanity driven. Zodiac is humanity driven. So the Zodiac isn't wrong, even though that that's just time cycles too. It's just, it sits over your humanity. You got to understand the science is actually uh, piercing through, becoming the middle point. And that, like I said, is represented as Jesus in the Zodiac, the 13, who disciplines or has disciples. And you're disciplining, the word discipline comes from disciple, these 12 energies. So the Mayans were mapping out time because they was mapping out their situation, basically. Mapping out the situation. But that situation does not dictate your consciousness. Think about it. If, hmm. if, if, if this time is supposed to happen and, and all of a sudden they say time's... Who said time's up and you're supposed to leave? You see, motherfuckers are still here. Right. <laughs> right. We don't really understand that it's really us that's doing this work. When the time is conducive for it, the 1% of us that do know are speaking this truth to power, speaking these, these, these things in reality, making it powerful, you know what I'm saying? So the question, the, the, the question is that, will this thing ever end? What we do know is that it could end for you. You get what I'm saying? It could end for you. And that's based upon your consciousness. So my focus has always been on I, saving myself, not waiting for anything in time to come save me. Okay. Yeah, I felt so, that 2012 uh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Not anymore. Right, right. And along those lines, when you're talking about, you know, uh, time and the minds and whatnot, and people talk about the ascended masters and how people ascend in this whole uh, uh, ascension thing and there was records where like I guess the Incas were supposed to have done like a mass ascension where like basically mm-hmm. they disappeared uh, how does that work or what is that talking about well your consciousness is the real ascended master your human body will never be ascended if the Incas did anything mass all they did was fucking die you know what I'm saying and we do know we had the ability to, to leave when we wanted to before. We talked about that with Vivekananda. There was a whole thing when Sri Ramakrishna told him when he will ascend. And ascension is what you are. You guys are ascended masters because they're talking about your consciousness has ascended. Now, see, one time Bobby was like, look, out of all the years I was talking, he called me one day. Out of all the years I was talking, and they were many. He said, you're the only one who I've seen who dwelt amongst the gods. Everybody else is still trying to petition them for something. But I I see where you've put your consciousness on an equal basis with them. You get what I'm saying? Which is a different, Mm -hmm. that's that's ascension. You get what I'm saying? Now, you will transcend this place when you die. 
know what I'm saying? But my consciousness has ascended this human mentality. I, this is everything I talk about. Everything I talk about. How to be beyond human thought. You get what I'm saying? You are having a human experience, so you're going to eat a hamburger like everybody else or a veggie burger, whatever the fuck it is you think is saving you. You're going to do all of that shit like everybody else. But my day-to-day, how could you say it, uh, process doesn't input and output like the average human being. You know what I'm saying? On a primal level, yeah, somebody pull out a gun in the movie there, I'm running with everybody else. You follow what I'm saying? But the day-to-day logic of how I should act and react to what they play on the news, what they play on Love and Hip Hop, what they show me on Facebook about some police officer being some black guy, uh, none of that registers the same way because my consciousness, as much as I can possibly do without harm to myself, has ascended this day-to-day mundane human thought. So you are ascended master based upon your uh, your thought. And I'm sure back in the days, it was still physical things that were involved too. You know, the Shaolin master that could flip on his head with no hands. You know, he would be likened to be that. Actually, he would actually, actually, he would liken to be the sage. Because what he's showing at that point that he's mastering the physical body. You understand? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they were going about it a different way. Like all those yogis that could sit in postures for days, get inside boxes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, hang themselves from pins. What they were showing as ascended masters is that they mastered even physical pain. But niggas in America ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't finna stick all pins in me and go, I told you niggas, hotep. (laughs) <laughs> it ain't gonna happen so so that's not something we're working on or have to even work on anymore you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. and that's what I usually find too in consciousness they're trying to mimic some shit that some ancients did before oh, hold on one second where you going Torin yeah. like trying to master some shit from before and um you know it, it, it it's definitely not like that um you know it's definitely not like that and um what you're supposed to be doing is understanding where you are now in this so-called time as people who already done all of that shit you already stuck the needles you already walked on fire slept on the bed of nails slept in the box hung upside down all that shit is done work. We're not supposed to go back. The true ascension now is ascension of the mind. Hold on one second. So he's out here, Keenan? Yeah. He's coming here? Mm-hmm. Oh. Good time is right. You need to tell them to come here. So all that to say, we need to understand where we are in the game now. We're in the last part of this game, or we should be in the last part of this game. 
Or, even better, you need to put yourself in the last part of this game, which is total mind ascension. You understand? You need to understand we, we ain't here to, to, to stretch the body out or stress the body out or put the body in positions to test it. You know what I'm saying? Do it if you want to, but uh, what would you gain out of that? You get what I'm saying? There's no more to, to prove to ourselves and no more to, to master within the body. Now it's told, Now we're in a place where it's total ascension. So when I hear all of these end times, that the Hopi Indian, these end prophecies, these end um, 2012 Mayan prophecies, what they're really talking about as the end is ain't no more shit to do. Not necessarily that shit's going to blow up, even though I wouldn't be, I wouldn't stop nothing, you know what I'm saying? But what I what I'm starting to get to feel that what they're talking about there's no more tasks on planet Earth to accomplish as black people. You understand what I'm saying? And you can tell this is happening based upon the level of create lack of creativity. I don't care what you say, rap music is going off the planet. It's gone. Uh Boxing, we used to have boxing, it's gone. There's nothing black people are even adding to the planet anymore, if you think about it. I mean, it's not like, think about it. This We used to even watch TV shows and be like, wow, Jefferson's is creative. You know what I'm saying? It's something to look forward to. Roger and Rerun, even Martin. They ain't even know shows like that. Everything else is, everything is just beat a bitch ass on on, on on TV, then it'd be the same dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a thousand um, uh, uh, Tyler Perry shows. Follow what I'm saying? No more creativity. No so more. Would, would, would you would you say along those lines, and that that creative energy has uh, left with the masters? So you know, as you see a lot right. of the different, it has uh, ascended as well. Because it did its work, you understand? It's made its point. Because the whole entire uh, evolution of us on this planet was to make points. Point uh, uh, pretty much to display God powers in this human body. That's how you actually raise this crap called humanity up. by By manifesting divinity through it. Constantly. So you got Muhammad Ali manifested divinity through it, Jimi Hendrix, Phyllis Hyman, uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, and all in entertainment in our days. Hmm. Before that, you'll say Nat Turner, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tugman, Marcus Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, manifesting God forces in their day. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And, and, uh, these this these type of people you don't even see on the planet no more. You don't even see this type of people. You don't even see this type of uh, swag from anybody black anymore. The closest you came was Obama, and he's he's what they raised up. But to where you seen where black people seen him, and they was just in awe of just him. He didn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Didn't do shit, but and they still Michelle Obama and Obama, especially Michelle Obama, the black queen of everything. Mm. 
So this, this, this type of swag, this type of thing has ascended. It's left the planet. You know what I'm saying? Now, the science of bees, you got to read this book, The Shamanistic Way of the Bee. Who did that? It's the same dude who did Darkness Visible, which is another book you must read. But the Shamanistic Way of the Bee. Uh, if I feel like it, I'll go upstairs and get it and get the author. But you should be able to find it where they tell you how the Egyptians regarded the bee and how the bee is regarded, his habit, the bee's habitat. Shit, them niggas got every disease niggas got. Bees, they, I remember the niggas said bees got AIDS and shit. And just the way to, if you get into the detail of the society of... Simon, Simon Buxton. Simon Buxton, that's him. Thanks, Bradford. All right, Bradford, thank you. He did another thing called uh, Darkness Visible, Simon Buxton. He's a good writer. And, you know, he told you how you do acupuncture with bees and all sorts of shit. But he talked mainly about the society when they were leaving because they're leaving the planet. And you ever see what bees do is they're the ones that pollinate the earth. Without the bees, this doesn't exist. And they're having what they call colony collapse. Been having it. We're almost 10 years deep in colony collapse. There's no other thing in existence that can pollinate the earth. If the bees are gone, the plants are gone, and you die. And the bees are going, nigga. Mm. You gotta, what you need to do is see some of them Netflix documentaries on bees to see what's really going on with this colony collapse. You know what I'm saying? He did a whole thing on that shit when it was happening. You know what I'm saying? Bobby addressed it quite well. And when you read wow. what y'all niggas need to get right now for your consciousness, and you go into a meditation after you do it, some shit called, um, not the beeswax, what's the other one? Mm, hold on, let me get it. Because uh, I just started using it now. Ah. Royal jelly. Go get you some royal jelly. There's a specific royal jelly that you get that you got to keep refrigerated. It's darkness. It's in a box. you got to go to a health food store. Don't get nothing that's out. And it's in a dark bottle. Let me see if i got the name. These might have threw the thing away. Um, it's fresh royal jelly. Uh, uh, well, this well, you can go to their website. It's www.ysorganic.com. That's that. Let me make sure I'm looking at this right. www.ysorganic.com, and um, go um, you know that's the YS Organic Bee Farm, and get Royal Jelly. And they'll tell you how to use it. You can use it directly or you can mix it with honey to preserve it. Do that, go into a meditation. Royal jelly, that's the shit. Um, it's what the queen bee eats in her entire life. She lives 45% longer than worker bees. Uh, let, me, let, me go get my, let me go get my glasses so I can read some of the shit that's in this. But uh, you want to do that and uh, get a spoon of that before your meditation. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth, Roof. Now, um, let me get my glasses so we can get this down. Hoo-ah! All right. All right. So, so it says fresh royal jelly. 
has all the essential nutrients needed for life reproduction in a truly alive state. Queen bees live exclusively on fresh royal jelly, and it accounts for their incredible longevity. The average 40, they are average 42% larger, weigh 60% more, and live 40 times longer than the worker bees, and the incredibly lay, they incredibly lay over 2,000 eggs per day. Studies show royal jelly contains all the B vitamins, especially rich, rich, rich in uh, pantheolic uh, acid, nu- nucleic acid, and essential me- all essential me- amino acids, all essential fatty acids, including uh, the unique 10 HDA ac- acetonaline, <coughs> collagen, lecithin, uh, gamma globin beta sterol enzymes, essential vitamins, minerals, and many more. Highly select YS Pure Fresh Royal Jelly is genuine and premium grade quality. It's like $22 for one ounce of this fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, it's the shit. And, but you take that shit before you meditate, watch what happened, nigga. Take that shit, smoke a herb pack, watch what happened, nigga. You want that royal jelly in your life. You know what I'm saying? So these bees, they've been leaving the planet. And we figured out they went to actually pollinate the next world. They're gone. Because you have to have, it starts with pollination. So that's why the bees are leaving. The bees are ascending. The bees are ascended masters. So these niggas just flying away from the goddamn thing and just falling out. They're ascending. And they can't figure out why. There's no disease. They can't figure out why. Those are ascended masters. Those are doing what y'all niggas supposed to be doing. Getting the fuck up out of here. That's why you hear in the Bible, let there be light. Let it be because the B is why you call it B, because it's the let it be. It starts with the B. So get on that royal jelly, nigga. That is, that is the queen shit. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. The queen right. shit. Get on, uh, on that real royal jelly. Don't get no substitutes. The real, the, the expensive shit. $22 for one ounce, at least. Organic. That YSorganic.com, you know what I'm saying? So the ascension, the ascension process is really in your consciousness, you know what I'm saying? So much so. And there's things, see, the Bodhisattva um, in Tibet, he meditates to a level of ascension. But to deal with him, right before he's totally ascended and absorbed, he turns back and looks at humanity with compassion. Then he comes back as Quan Yin, the goddess of compassion. And he really doesn't have compassion for like Trayvon Martin and and the fact that black people can't pay the rent and what the white man is doing to black people is more compassion for the souls that are trapped behind in ignorance and fear trapped in humanity. So it's more compassion for the souls. Hmm. So that the next realm that you're talking about is that the is that the universe be be again the world will come. So you know they said we that this it was originally universe B, universe A is a fake world which we are in, 
or or a lesser world or a uh, or a imitation of a greater world and the world to come is this original world universe b and um so you could say that universe b or just say whatever whatever thing you have studied and said this will be home but it be serious or even beyond serious you're going back home you're sent you're sending past this reality basically the work is done you get what i'm saying Mm-hmm. And you know, there's this 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 death and reincarnation, and then there's ascension, two different things. Interesting. So, it's 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 interesting that you were talking about how the energy is leaving the planet because a lot of the kids that they're saying are being born, like they talk about the indigo children and the different children that are being born now are supposed to be being born a lot more uh, connected to the spirit and a lot more uh, wise um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, than their predecessors. Um, would you find that having some, some connection or relevance to that? No, nah, I mean, that's some white new age shit that they're trying to lay on. Your black ass been smart and connected eons ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What they're doing is trying to find this phenomenon. That's why they keep talking about it in white children. But if mm-hmm. you were to define your child before you fuck them up, you will find these traits of genius in every black child almost. You know what I'm saying? You really got to go out your way and beastly fucking to have a stupid child these days. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're you know, most black children are these children that they're describing by nature. Again, that's why whenever they show you or show you on YouTube, they're always trying to present you with a white child because she may be smarter than the average white child, meaning she knows how to how to how to shit on the toilet without, you know what I'm saying, without incident because cause white children are really slow, really slow. They don't have enough nothing. That's all the time. You just never see one of them motherfuckers. I don't think I've never seen one of them motherfuckers this sharp as a tack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, they celebrate their stupidity as as, as fun on TV. Now, this is because uh, once one of them does come up and knows their time tables or something, you know they're going to parade that motherfucker like whatever. Because I've seen who they try to parade as indigo children, and it's just some arrogant little white kid talking, acting like they know something because somebody told them that they knew something. The same way you see them dumb black nigger kids uh, praising, you know, being a preacher, and they like six. They sound stupid, but everybody trying to cheer them on because they just keep what they're really doing is mimicking what they seen. Hmm. Oh, you got. I've seen white people mimicking intelligence because you could. Intelligence is more than just what comes out their mouth. Really, when you look at a black kid, their presence, you understand, is there. Like uh, I had a friend. You met uh, Alicia. She she has a granddaughter, just you know, born. When she's taking the pictures and doing video, the child is not even four, four, five, four, five months. The presence in the child's eyes is that fucking intelligence. You get what I'm saying? The awareness. Yep. When you look at a white kid at their age, they're not even here. They they look like 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 wood or some shit. Blank. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't even get them to to, to focus. They it, it almost they almost like eight to nine months before they're able to even notice you exist, really. You know what I'm saying? And then they start looking and smiling, and then they'll look at you more as a black person than fucking white people. Like, whenever you go anywhere in the store, them white kids start looking at me in Khadijah and start getting excited. Mm. Mourning with their own parents. Because they can still see them spirits around you, and they know their parents and them are dead. So you wow. notice white people will look at your black-ass little white kids and they only do that eight nine months. You got a, a you got a black kid who can't even move their head yet, and they, in their presence, they know they exist. They're they're aware of themselves. You get what I'm saying? Long white kids, they're not aware of themselves. I've I've seen very few of that. That's just that step one. And even if they are, still low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting that you brought that up. Um, I remember hearing that. They did a, a study, I think it was in Uganda, and uh, as long as the child was not exposed and the parents were not exposed to any basically uh, harmful chemicals, um, mm. miseducation or anything along those lines, they were finding that uh, babies were being born with the ability to speak, um, mm. know their name, know why they're here, the whole nine. And wow. they were born like this. Born. Yeah, we so far behind in in what we really are. It don't even make no kind of sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It don't even make no kind of sense. It don't even add up. We so far behind. And yeah, I'm sure of it. But see, but but that well, technically, that's actually good because if. Let's say this phenomenon started to happen on the planet. It'd be some more false shit for black people to hold on to to tell you how smart and genius we are and why we should be here to evolve when there's actually some old shit coming back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And what we, why this is actually really happening is because we have to, is everything trying to show us y'all niggas need to move on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas need to move on. Y'all rock this shit already. Y'all already got the T-shirt. Colteric Tees. So y'all niggas need to move the fuck on. So that's why you ain't seeing nothing, and we looks like we can't get a break because what when it becomes hard in humanity, that means your spirit is thriving. When humanity becomes thriving, that means your spirit is stifled. So humanity for us is no longer thriving because we've been made the choice to switch to let the spirit rise to take us up out of here to give it up we we turned this motherfucker out we wore the wheels off so we hear yep. these little things like we were able to be born you know was born and taught and think it's the next level but it's actually you know we've been through it you know what I'm saying that's old shit you know what I'm saying you just want to come to this motherfucker and be a fuck up. That's all there's. That's all there's left to do. <laughs> that's all that's left to do. Just come here and be a fuck up, and rise out of that stupidity. Hmm. That uh, that's why Bobby used to talk about. You know, what I'm saying sometimes the best thing you can shoot can do is to just uh, let yourself go into absolute niggery. 
Yeah. Go right. Go into nigga, nigga, nigga technology. Know what I'm saying? Nigga technology. Go hard into it, or or allow it. Know what I'm saying? In in those around you. Not trying to save it constantly, because your consciousness is supposed to be rising, not your human behavior. Hmm. Not your human behavior. Your human behavior. The white man is a side effect of your consciousness. So the mere fact that he's on this planet shows you was already fucking up then, 2,000 years ago, whenever he showed up. He was already fucking up then, playboy. Uh. What you need to do is understand your role right now. You know what I'm saying? Your role is an inner journey, not a not a self-help, black people, economy, heal the world, chicken in every pot, nigga. If that's what you feel you came to do, don't let me stop you. But you're listening to the wrong radio show. <laughs> that's what I promise you. Because my understanding of this occult science, even our ancient science, which is occult science, my understanding of is true transformation. Yeah, you got an echo. You hear that? Yeah. I think it's going now. True transformation. And um, that true transformation is an inner understanding, an inner light. You got to put your mind in a bigger place. First of all, you got to put your mind in a bigger context than ruling this planet. You are Lord of all the worlds. So once, at least you need to start there. Once you put your mind in a bigger place and a bigger concept, you can start to reason and fathom and enter into a bigger existence. And once you make yourself bigger than this place, all the things of this place that you consider big become nothing. Your finances become nothing. Your fears of these things now become nothing. And that's really the trick. Hmm. Releasing yourself from the fears. Mm. So, so basically, now I mean, it, it, I mean, we're 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 here to, as you just said, we're just here to master the inner self. We're just here to master, yeah, uh, not not the not the exterior, but the interior. And by doing that, the you know everything else automatically falls into play. Mm-hmm. You're put in a position where it becomes clear that things uh, 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 line up for you. You know, you still put your own shit into play in perspective, but the path to putting shit in perspective, which was such a chore, which was such a thing to fear, no longer becomes that. You get what I'm saying? Because you truly put yourself in a position where you're bigger than that. You're bigger than your gas bill. You're bigger than your mortgage. You're bigger than these things. See, because now you do everything for these things. You get it? And by doing everything for these things, you make yourself, you put yourself on a level playing field with your, with, with your bill collector. Mm-hmm. But if you can truly internalize internalize yourself as masters of all the world, of all the worlds, those that are gone and those that will be, and not just say it, not just feel it in your self-esteem, 
but see no other way of being. What starts to happen is things like the gas bill becomes little. Things like the electrical, you will start to find ways. The ways will open themselves up to you because you've heard this before. Your natural state of being is abundance. Didn't you not hear that before? Oh, yeah. Well, then how could you get into your natural state of being if you're not doing your natural ways? You need to be in your natural state of thinking. You're in control of this. You're a master. You're lord of all the worlds. So then once you're in your natural state, naturally your spirit wants to look out for you. You are in natural abundance. To get you out of your natural way of being is to take you out of your own prosperity. Mm. Take you out of your own prosperity. So we've been taken out based upon our thinking and even in the very thing we think we're trying to avenge. It's not what you're trying to avenge at all. Even in your vengeance of the economy and education and better housing, it still puts you in such a weak, unabundant position. You Just the fact that you said you need those things, you already said you're weak. Nobody's thinking like, like it's an occult shit. Still using your logic. If the white man could get you to say you need an economy, you need a better police force. You need a political thing. You need a this. He's already won. No matter how much you need, say this. I don't need nothing. And the more you say you don't need nothing, guess what you'll find? That you don't need nothing. I don't need shit. That's why I have everything. Because I don't need nothing. That's mm. magic. I made my mind understand a new reality. If I feel I need to pay my gas bill, then I always will, no matter what I do. I told you, I sold porn, made 25000 a month uh, back in the days. My fucking gas bill was still late. <laughs> still late. Because there's a mentality that comes with that. It ain't even about how much money you make. It's a mentality. My mentality was a late gas bill. And you who are late on your bills and can't keep a job and shit's always happening, that's your mentality. Start saying you don't need nothing. Don't use logic. Because if you lose logic, I'm sure you got a laundry list of shit you need. But this ain't logic. This is magic. I don't need nothing. Because if I put myself in a position of not needing nothing, that means if I don't need nothing, then what does that mean? Inevitably, I have everything. Hmm. That's what fake it till you make it means. That's what they, Morpheus said, your mind makes it real in the Matrix. I don't need nothing. Hmm. I have everything. Oh, y'all going to learn today. Wow. Yeah, so that's what it is, playboys and playgirls. You got to psych yourself up. You're being psyched out. You know what I'm saying? You're being psyched out because you don't know how your mind works, how your mind creates your own reality, how your subconscious mind 
creates it based upon his input. So just saying we need the white man to stop is another way of saying he's doing something that you can't handle and you can't stop. That's why you're asking him to stop. You're not empowering yourself to make him stop. All you got to do is walk in your power, walk in your truth. Polo shirts, that's your truth. Everything that people's talking tonight that they sell down to shea butter is the truth, is your truth. You have all of this shit around you. You put all of this shit on. You walk with your shit every day. Every day I have something on on my body from black folks. I wear the regular suits and the mask just like everybody else, the white people's shit. But all that shea butters and cocoa oils and and nutmegs, I keep something on for my people. Because on me, on my person, it's got to be something that's representing my psyche. I fucks with nigga shit. For real. Mm. Simple as that. Because I'm doing everything to make my mind live in this moment. You know what I'm saying? That time shit got niggas fucked up. We about to do this. We going to do this. We fitting to do that. After the Hopi prophecy, this is going to happen. The mothership is coming. The blue Katrina is coming. Universe B is coming. Apocalypse is coming. End of the world is here. Hey, all that shit right now. What's going on right now? You know, I, I've been giving up a long time ago. Oh, the earth is fucked up. This shit is a playground, my niggas. If you know your shit, this shit is a playground. If you don't know that shit, this is pure torture. Pure torture. You know this motherfucking shit? Ooh, nigga. Every day is right. a new pair of Nikes. <laughs> Real nigga shit. Or Prada, right? Real nigga shit. Real Nike and Pradas. Anything you want to buy and play with, make yourself, make your ego feel cute. Go for it. Whatever. Don't matter. As long as you know who and what it is you are. All these frills don't mean shit either way. Let it all burn tomorrow. Hmm. Man, you said it right there. I mean, there you go. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's kind of like you know, after you say stuff like that, it 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 brings me back to the feeling of um, uh, the 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 sense of pondering after class one. But you're <laughs> like, man, you're like, man. After this class, I don't even know if y'all need anything else, man. Just take this shit yeah. home and think about this shit. Right? If they know, like, just like I'm saying the same things over and over in many different ways, because it's really not hard to get into this shit. It's a, it's, a, it's really not a book you're gonna read or a study you're gonna get into. It's really just a mentality you need to change. And then all the studies and all the books will make so much sense. They'll just start to line up where you start to hear a common theme. And that common theme is get out and never come back. This ain't real. Stop buying into it. Stop playing with it. Stop fucking even negotiating with it. Stop even having these wants with it. It's called glamour. 
Even the need to save black people is a fucking fantasy and it's an illusion. And just the audacity. I came to save black people. If that ain't the fucking ego of a maniac, then what is? Right. You motherfuckers can save yourself. Only thing I could do is give you information for you to see what you want to do and how far you want to do it. Mm. And crazy, also, crazy anybody else who offers good information with sources, investigate that shit too. Anybody telling you they came to save you, watch that crooked motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, it's like, you know, it is a mindset but not but and rather to get to that mindset involves a lot of getting rid of a lot of bullshit that was put into your head. Exactly. You know, depending on when you started to wake up and depending on how your parents was programming you and depending on a lot of shit like that, you know, has to do with your process to clean a lot of that shit out. Oh, yeah, that's the key. People think you're supposed to gain some shit and then you're going somewhere. You're actually supposed to lose shit. How do you rise with heavy shit on you? You rise when you lighten your load. And the load you lighten is uh, is humanity. you letting this shit go, actually. So they think you're supposed to find out the magic trick or the magic key or the magic thing to do. It's the shit that you're doing that's fucked up. You got to stop that bullshit. It's the and it's not and it's actually not really the shit that you're doing per se because you could do all of that shit if you got the right mentality then don't then you you got to give the baby his bottle the ego is here so you got you can buy all the shoes watch all the TV shows you want to watch do all the dumb shit you feel like you're doing as long as you know who and what you truly are where you're going doesn't matter most people have a state that. That they just became conscious or they recently became conscious, so they're do, trying to do everything unlike what they did. And that's a part of the process, too. So I think you think people like, I can't do that. I can't watch that no more. And I understand it because it, it contradicts what they're trying to become. But after you become it, like myself, I found myself wanting to watch more dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like satisfying a part of me that is on earth. It is present. So it's like once I satisfied it, it was like, I, see, I could watch people arguing, and I don't have no need to argue. I'll let them do it for me. So I can watch Love and Hip Hop, and they can do all the stupidest shit, and none of that even enters, enters me because your body is definitely prone to that. You understand what I'm saying? Those are like addictions. That's why everybody's in the stupid shit on one level or another. So you can give it that. That's what your body's here to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not totally mad at that. Flex to whatever, but you know the fuck you are. Some of the baddest motherfuckers I met in this shit, you would never know. Some of the dumbest motherfuckers got the longest dreads. Hmm. Some of the dumbest motherfuckers got the best kente cloth. Right. <laughs> Some of the dumbest motherfuckers know how to say hello in fucking 30 different languages. Alafia, Hotep, Abudagante, Umbala Umbele. But don't know shit. Right. Some of these hoes with the deepest perms got the deepest minds. 
So you can't judge a book by its cover. That's why you don't. That's why the book cover don't mean nothing. It's all about what you got going on, what's in your mind, where you at with it, not what you're willing to convince people or need to feel you need to convince other people of what you have convinced yourself of. Mm-hmm. Simple yep. shit. Yeah, it's about relieving yourself of this bullshit, not gaining it. What what you determine is goddamn pristine and and edible. Shit ain't nothing. Just just know. First, start knowing you're beyond here. And yep. if you have any exactly. if you have questions, just say, well, in this situation, what would humans do? I'm doing the opposite. All these humans crying for Trayvon Martin, I'm not. Even if I feel like crying, why? Because it's proven that this is a human thing to do, and I'm beyond human, and I practice being beyond human at every opportunity I can. Doesn't mean you don't feel sad. Doesn't mean you don't feel compassion. It just means you're not going to do what everybody else is doing. Hmm. Yep. That's how you create your own reality. And that's really what all it is, creating your own reality. That's all it really is. The prime example, all you got to do is listen to them Bobby Hammett tapes. All you got to do is listen to them Bobby Hammett tapes, and what he was doing was absolutely a nigga showing you proof in the pudding about creating your own fucking reality. That nigga there. Every moment with some other shit. Because what he was trying to display is he has left this world. You understand? He's left this world beyond its worldly rationale. He doesn't reason with the same reasoning that you cows do. No matter how kooky it sounds, you're in a place of illusion. What the true masters know, you can make any fucking thing real. Anything. How you know? Bitch wrote Harry Potter's books and them shits is real. That motherfucker's Harvard playing that game, Cribbage, or whatever the fuck it was. Harvard niggas playing that shit. That game that Harry Potter and them was playing on brooms. They running around with with a broom up their ass throwing balls. (laughs) Is it not real? When you watch that movie, aren't you taken to that world? Yep. Right. It's real. Once we get that in our head, then everything's in trouble here. Because we are the most creative. We can come up with the most stories. Once you just believe these stories to be real. To America, Kermit the Frog is real, nigga. Snoopy is real, nigga. Real. Homer Simpson is real, nigga. Just as real as you and me. Mm. You can go to certain places, stand up and say, fuck Harry Potter, and get killed. (laughs) Let them niggas all have on them glasses and wizard hats. Fuck Harry Potter, you dead. 
Go someplace and say, fuck Star Wars. Oh, yeah, you're going to feel it. Get murdered. Go to Comic-Con and start talking bad about certain motherfuckers. Because it's real to them. We have to evaluate what we call reality and understand reality comes from your agreement. You can agree to whatever reality you want. I agree to some comfortable shit. How about you? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's the only way I can, I can live. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, that's why we offer what we offer. That's why you offer the book that you got. You know what I'm saying? So people can start to figure out and have methodologies, you know what I'm saying, to create their own realities. Tools to create their own realities. You feel what I'm saying? Tools. I'm saying now they got a new one out this week. Let God out, nigga. By Elijah Wells. I think we're gonna wrap it up for this week, brother. We've been next week. We're trying to get Courtney back this next week. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having Courtney on. Yeah. Here we go with this fucking computer froze. Try to end this show. Ain't nothing happening. Oh man, this 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 shit sucks. But I think we out of here. Thanks to people who came on tonight. Them up, you know what I'm saying? Harambe Market. Tiffany from Detroit came on. P Nicole. Of course Elijah hit Elijah up. You know what I'm saying? Go and get that book. Go and do that, son. You know what I'm saying? Let God out, nigga. Get, the book. get your T-shirts. Get your book and let God out. Let God out. Let out God. Let out God. Yeah, right. The T-shirt. T-shirt. Oh. You know, all that good all shit. That good shit. Doing echo mode right now. Yeah, we just muted. And then, you know, get all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? Cold Tarek Tees. Come to my website, Classes. Uh, people who are waiting for classes will be about to start soon. You're about to get called soon. So join up on that list. You know what I'm saying? Classes is where you're going to get that shit from. It's where it's going to go down at. So you want to come to my classes, come to my website, occultlectures.com. Khadija's website coming soon. I think she's going to show the artwork. So it's going to be a smooth transition. She'll tell you what it is. And all the people who've been getting readings from her, I'm just going to link it to her site so you'll see a smooth transition from my site to hers. You can uh, see what that is on my site, occultlectures.com. Get your uh, readings from her. Get your, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a, a link to Elias' site on my site as well. So um, if you're having problems getting to his site, which you shouldn't, you can always just come to my site and uh, go ahead and, uh, you know what I'm saying, get, get popping. I want to thank Brother Phil, Brother uh, Botanica Escape, Botanical Escape, for the links up tonight. And, you know, make up all the Elijah links, Bradford, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, put a lot out there, so, you know, we're good to go. So we'll be back next week. Like I said, we're going to have Sister Courtney. She's going to be subject. So we start getting more of these guests on. I got a lot of guests lined up. Just a matter of me taking my lazy ass and getting them on. 
And I think I'm going to have to do that because I'm tired of talking to you niggas. We need a break around this motherfucker. So we out. You know what I'm saying? Peace. Blessings, beloved. Next week. Ashe. Yeah, he's a motivational cat. That's my man, a liar. <laughs> it's going to motivate you niggas to sit at home and do nothing. Nothing. Ain't nothing more. I, I, if y'all don't know the feeling of having to get up and just do nothing, make some shit up on the spot of what your day is going to be. I wish you this joy, nigga. I wish you this joy indeed. Just to be like, whatever. I could do whatever. Whatever, nigga. What you doing today? Nothing. I'm just going to binge watch. What? Nothing. I'm going to binge watch the wall. <laughs> Let me just get up and binge watch the wall, nigga. Doing nothing. Drunk six, sis in the building next week. See you in class. You know what I'm saying? Russ is the great, the great feeling. If y'all niggas ain't feel that, y'all niggas got help. You know what I'm saying? Let the God out, nigga. Let God out, nigga. As soon as I let God out, nigga, no, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, all them niggas stepped in line. Satan, everybody. We wield that power. Yeah, Kenneth Grant. Thanks, uh, Bradford. Yeah, outside the circles of time. Y'all need to get that PDF. Bobby did a whole lecture on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Pan outside the circles of time. So, all right, folks. We'll be back next week. Like I said, we're going to have a guest next week. Courtney's bringing her ass on this motherfucker. I don't care. So you same bad time, same bad channel. Remember, I guess tonight you need to say uh, consciousness is a mentality. You know what I'm saying? Consciousness is a is a way to perceive your existence. You understand what I'm saying? Not just a way to say hotep to greet people or the way to dress or or or, or the books that you read. It's a way to perceive your existence. And you have to ex perceive your existence as much bigger than humanity. So the more you drill into human uh, uh, endeavors, that's what you are, because that's all a human is, someone who's invested in human thought. So you have to uh, 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 take your mind off of it. Uh, what do they call that? I divest from human thought. And... You become in it, but not of it. You say, well, how could you do that? You got to pay your bills. You got to drive to the store, the store. Yeah, you do all of that. But there's a name for that, for understanding that. It's called in it, but not of it. So that means you do things because you are in it. But your thinking makes you of it. See, I am not of it. I am in it. That's the difference. So to be in it, I, this is a playground. I play this. I rock this. When I'm of it, I become this. And what this is, if you become it, is one big cesspool of fear, emotional des uh, dis dis desperation. So to be of it, you become that desperation. You become that fear. You become that behind the eight ball. You become that minority. You become that victim. You become that little black boy. Alone on the road, getting rocks thrown at. You become the victim of hangings, the victim of of poverty, the victim of of gentrification, and all these fancy ways of saying we got you, nigga. 
Because what we say you are, you agreed to. If we decide, we say we're going to gentrify you, and they got to move in. And you say, I agree. They need to stop doing that. We're black people. We have rights here. We're the first ones. Stop doing that. So they say, we ain't even did nothing, but we told you we was. And you agreed to it. So now it's working. Now you see it all around you. You understand what I'm saying? You see it all around you. Same thing with fucking faggots, homos. When they did uh, the whole homo uh, down low, all of a sudden there's some new phenomenon where every man is sneaking around. I'm like, the same nigga sucking dick in the 70s and 60s is the same nigga sucking the dicks today. They're telling you that this new phenomenon is on and you agree to it. Your agreement to shit is the problem. You got to stop agreeing So how do you do that? Be in it but not of it. You know what I'm saying? In it but not of it. I'm in this but I'm not of this thinking. You're not going to make me think a certain way. Black people, you're not going to make me think a certain way. We need to do this. We need to get together and make an economy. We need to get more political power. We need to vote in for Hillary. Fuck that. I ain't doing none of that shit. Just because you want to do it and that's how you think. That's my motherfucking indication, you know what I'm saying, that I ain't supposed to be doing that. And I trust me, when you guys take on this mentality and when you start believing yourself, what you will start to notice is you start your, your true mastery starts to take over because your true natural mastery is to look out for you, to preserve yourself. You can't preserve yourself because you're thinking outside of your head. You can't preserve yourself because you're not in your right state of mind. Your right state of mind is you passing through this motherfucker. This ain't your end game. This is a part of the game. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to know how to play your strategy for that part of the game. You're in fourth down. Do you punt or do you run it, nigga? You got to know what you need to do. Your coach, you need your coach to come in. And say, this is how we need to do this, to score. You know what I'm saying? Y'all playing the next man's game. You're fighting the next man's fight. That's why you're getting fucked up. You're getting fucked up. You niggas better do the rope or dope. You know what I'm saying? You better dip. You better dip when you should have dived. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? You, what you need to do is understand your game is a universal game. Your niggas been telling you that the whole time. So once you get into the universal funk, the universal mindset, the groove, Stella, once you get into this, what you will see is this part of the game becomes easy because you're playing at your Michael Jordan level. Niggas is playing rookie level, you know what I'm saying? You got the rookies dictating the game. Bench warmers dictating the game. And you playing that shit. You playing that shit. You niggas are sick for that. You are out of your goddamn senses. Supposed to be doing some other shit. There was a time a nigga started slamming. They were debating, could that even be a thing to do in the NBA? No, you can't slam like that. That's that's against the rules. Shit's so fucking spectacular. It was like, let's break some backboards now. They accepted the shit. Accepted the shit. 
premier speaker for, for basketball, Nike, is it not? The first pair of Jordans he put on, they said, that's against the rules. They're black. They're not white. You can't wear those. Now, that's the standard. Now, this shit is being made up as we go along. You just don't know. You're making a standard. We run the world even in our ignorance with rap music and all the rest of that dumb shit. We t- especially here, we turn our hat back all the styles. We said it. We said it. You look at all these white fashion motherfuckers, nigga, that's us. They said, these niggas, you got to watch on Netflix, Sneaker King. No, not Sneaker Kings. Sneaker something. No, you'll find it. Uh, somebody's probably going to put it up. Uh, what is it? Sneaker something. Anyway, my man Clark Kent is on it. That's my nigga. And he ain't lying. He was obsessed with sneakers like that, for real. Uh, Sneakerheads. Sneakerheads. When they talking to the real sneakerheads, it rap exactly. And um they going through they showing you how the origins of all this shit. Converse, first sneakers, canvas sneakers. And the basketball players picked up on it first. Then he said, uh, the first leather and suede was Adidas. Then they just show how the all the shit started coming down. The Asics to the new bows, how niggas used to get sneakers, how niggas used to travel for sneakers, how that shit is dead right now. Based upon the online shit, everything's a throwback. Saying how you go into these stores, every day was a surprise. You snatched up shit that was so rare. That was the, that was the hunt, you know what I'm saying? They go into it. There's a real sneakerheads. Watch that shit, you know what I'm saying? And you'll see how the rules were just being changed by us, the trends just being followed by us. It's us. They said straight fashion now got sneakers. This is a no-no. Right. Gucci sneakers, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my shit restarting. That's terrible. Prada sneakers, you know what I'm saying? Half that shit I got. And basically, this is cause our influence. You understand what I'm saying? Did it. And the first thing they did to sell them sneakers was put it on who? Niggas. Us. Basketball players. You understand what I'm saying? They did all of this. Yeah, they, they started this fucking dirty shit. We started my computer. Put it all on us because we make it real. So y'all ain't going to make nothing real for yourself anymore. What's real for you is not down here no more. It's not down. It never really was. It's not down here no more. What's real for you doesn't exist here. It exists within. You know what I'm saying? You got to take that journey within because within, as above, so below, as within, so without. The universe is inside of you. It's only acting like that in this corrupt-ass earth. So a rose becomes a rose, but a rose is a GMO rose right now. You know what I'm saying? The real, the real flower is in you. Thousand-petal lotus, nigga. Let it bloom. Let it bloom. Oh, nigga, this shit is shutting down, man. We just going to have to hang up and hope the shit cut off. Because <laughs> I can't, uh, you can only cut it off for your computer. So this shit is taking a while. You know, it's, it's probably updating, so it's taking a while. You know, that, that you get that circle. It is what it is, niggas. We're just going to cut it off from here.
Peace and blessings, beloved. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. We'll see you niggas next week. Hotep. <laughs>